Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And that's right. This is old Can Crushing Tuesday, baby. So let's get on the stick, get on the ball. Just get it started, man. So first and foremost, let's get, that's right, the one and only, the Twitter Terminator up in this piece. Yo, what's going on, bro? How are you? I'm doing a lot better than I was last week, my friend. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> progress, progress. Yeah, Hip- definitely making some progress. Hip bursitis, so. man. What's going on, Gramps? <laughs> Dude, man, it just it came out of nowhere. It's just hit you. And so it, did that it, punt block in that Packers Niners game. Yeah, just true. saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up, man. Man, but I'm, I'm glad you let you know you're number one. <laughs> yeah, I'm man. glad that. Yeah, uh, go figure. But uh, no, it's, I, I hope hopefully you're the man on the upswing, man, on the upswing, bro. Yeah, and, uh, I've been on the upswing. I think I may have had a hiccup tonight, but you know, compared to last Wednesday, it's a hundred times better. So progress. Just gotta take it easy, take it sleazy, all that good stuff. You know? <laughs> Taking it sleazy might be what got you in that position in the first place. Eh, that's you know a true story. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and uh, look, man, we'll raise a little glass, a little birthday love, man. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. A 16-year-old? What? Tell me about it. What? It's it's crazy. (laughs) I'm surprised you didn't have a full white beard at this point with a (laughs) 16-year-old. He's got to get through the rest of this year with the 16-year-old first. He might have a whole white beard (laughs) by the end of it. You never know. I'm already at the the teaching the drive points, so it's, it's getting wider by the day. There you go. That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna give uh, old Giggity Giles a different song tonight. Oh and four, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. Aaron Rodgers, oh and four against the damn 49ers in the playoffs, dude. What the hell? <laughs> Hey, I was just as surprised as you the game went the way it did. Not that I'm going to complain, but it was definitely uh, it was fun to watch it with you guys. It was definitely intense, dude, for it, yes. quite, a, quite, a, quite a bit of it there. Yeah, it, it was intense. It was intense. Uh, I, I, obviously, I was disappointed. Oh, you know, of course, I, I've told you I work with a lot of 49ers fans. So well, we were joking around on, like, the Friday leading to the weekend, and, and one of them was like, oh, you know, I got – um, I got tissues ready for you, Justin. And I saw, you know, I was I was being funny. And I'm like, oh, they're already going to be wet and salty from your tears. <laughs> and so, of course, Monday, she was like, how you doing? <laughs> and I was like, eh, that was a great weekend of football. That part disappointed me. But kudos to you. You know, the four Donners earned that. So we'll obviously do a deeper dive in that game. But uh yeah, Randy, man, you were stoked, bro. You were jumping up and down, uh, you know, on some of those on, the, on like that. Field goal block and that punt block. I mean, Logan would have been proud of, of the ups that you had on that. That was yeah, impressive. Yeah, I, I think I got some good height on that punt block <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> From a seed position, I was oh just straight God. up in the air like, yeah. fuck yes! I'm, just, I'm glad you didn't like you know jam your head into the ceiling. You uh, you powered up, man. All those le- all those all those leg presses you've been doing, man. I thought you were about ready to jump through the roof, bro. <laughs> exciting play what can i say it was it was something it was something but uh yeah you know what it's just one of the one of those things that you know when when you watch a game you know with when you have friends over for playoff games and y'all are rooting for opposite teams you know what i mean like it's it 
it's fun, right? But you know one of you at the end of the night is going to be like, man. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And, and, and that night, it was me and Whitfield. We were like, man. <laughs> so, I, so I, thought, I wasn't sure poor Whitfield's phone was going to survive the evening. <laughs> I'm glad my doors did, though. I'm glad for that. Yes. Yes. But anyway, we'll, we'll do a deeper dive into that game. But uh, Randy, enjoy the W. And uh, we'll see if uh, y'all can do the rare hat trick. And beat a team three times. That's tough sledding, man. That's a lot oh, to ask. I'm well aware. That's a lot to ask. But, uh, you know, the, the matchup, the history, all that stuff is there. So, we'll see. And uh, I'm not going to be surprised if there's a lot of red in that stadium. Uh, certainly was the last time they played. And I know that the uh, the Rams are trying to restrict ticket sales and all that kind of stuff to, you know, with geographic proximity. Which, I, I got to tell you, A is a bad look. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of a goofy thing to do. But there, who was it? It was Frank Gore and a lineman. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, don't worry, we'll buy tickets. We'll buy tickets for y'all. That's fine. It would be hilarious if Staley and Gore bought up a bunch of tickets and just resold them on the other market, you know, in the secondary market or gave them away to fans. That would be funny. I mean, I don't think they can buy 10,000 tickets a piece, but uh, (laughs) I'm sure they'll help get some tickets. But uh, Lord knows, look, man, there, there are certain teams where the fans just travel really well. Uh, the 49ers obviously do. Plus, they have fans all over the freaking place. And I, I don't know that the Rams crowd – I mean, it's a hell of a stadium. It is. Uh, they were certainly in L.A. before. But I, I don't know that that's a, as, as rabid a fan base as some of the other ones. I just don't. Uh, certainly didn't look like it the other week when they played in the regular season. And it was like, is that actually a Rams home game? Are we sure about that? <laughs> you know, it looked crazy. <laughs> so I expect the 49ers contingent – uh, and faithful to be in full force and uh, very loud. So we'll see how much of a home field advantage uh, the Rams actually have. And kudos to Matt Stafford, by the way, uh, coming in without a playoff this this season, coming in without ever having a playoff victory. Now he has two. We'll see. Yep. We'll, we'll see if he gets the hat trick. Who knows? But anyway, all right. Next, we got to get the one and the only, the fantasy failhorn in. Hmm. I don't know what you deserve. I really don't, man. God. <laughs> I'm like scrolling like, hmm. Well, I guess this season feels like it was a highway to hell in the end, so we'll go with that. What the hell, man? <laughs> okay, yeah, that. <laughs> we can do that. So, I, I didn't hear from you on like, you know, like the next day. Somebody asked me how you were doing. I'm like, I don't know, bro. I haven't heard from him. <laughs> and I was like, oh. He's, he's, yeah, I'm sure he's in recovery was mode. depressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was tough, man. That was tough. I, I, I got to tell you, man, I, I was pretty confident that they'd find a way to work everything out and Rodgers and Devontae would be back next year, kind of yeah. going into that game. And now I'm not so sure. That, of course, you know, it's going to be a huge Me source of, of rumors and chatter and rumblings. And, you know, I saw one article where it looked like um, they were saying that Devontae and Rodgers want to play together in Denver and we've we've obviously been on that train that if they go anywhere they're going to go together. I just think that's if they can make it work. I think they would love to, you know what I mean, maintain that relationship. And Denver certainly has some cap room, and they've got a good foundation. Uh, I wouldn't hate it, you know. Uh, it, it bothers me to think that that at the end of his career, you know, that they wouldn't be able to make this work in Green Bay. Obviously, I'm not happy with the outcome of that game, but. You know, several other quarterbacks have had to move on at later in their career. 
I didn't think we were at this point. Again, I really thought before this this game that, you know what I mean, we had kind of hit a different zone with the Packers and with Rodgers, but I don't know, man. That's a heavy burden, and it bothers me how much the fan base and people have turned on him. And, and look, some of it is is the old – per- Some of – well, some of it's – he deserves criticism, yes. But some of the stuff is 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 about off field things. It's about his personality. It's about things. It's about the immunization stuff. And look, when you do those things, you're going to get some flack. That's just the rat. You're a public figure. You do that. Look, it's a pandemic. We're not here to argue about that back and forth. He's caught a lot of flack for it. And there are people that are tickled that they lost because of his positions on those things, right? right. But you know, I mean, look, the special teams were a disaster in that game. We know that. And I went back and I looked at stuff several times, and there were so many plays that were almost and things that could have been and this and that. I mean, you know, the reality is that playoff football is hard. <laughs> you know, it is just difficult. Mm-hmm. And especially by the time you're to the divisional round um, and, and then going forward. I mean, you, you either got to get hot, you got to get a little, little bit lucky. I mean, you certainly have to be a good team, but you have to be, you know, it, it's just small things get so magnified. You know, yeah. at this point in the playoffs, details, details, mistakes, yeah. co- decisions, <laughs> execution, and you have all these woulda, coulda, shoulda, maybe this, you know, ifs and nuts or candy nuts every day be Christmas. I mean, there's like all these things that are so close, so tight, so tough. And, you know, there was opportunity there in that game. There really, there was plenty of opportunity for particularly, yeah, after, particularly after that opening drive, dude. I mean, Randy, I'm not going to lie to you. When, it, when they went down that field, they're like, yo, boom, boom, boom. And then there's Dylan plowing in for that touchdown. I was like, bro, it's showtime, man. <laughs> I was feeling good, dude. Trust me, the first thing in my head was like, oh, fuck, seriously? Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. I was feeling good, dude. I was like, yeah. You know, um, and it, obviously losing Dylan, I don't, was, it, was it a broken rib, cracked rib? I don't, I don't quite remember when he went out. But, say it again. It was uh, midway through the second. Midway through the yeah, second. He, he uh, went out on the opening kickoff of the second half um, on that on Debo's like crazy return. You know it. It stinks because you think particularly late game once once the snow was coming down, and they had several of those drives that were, you know, they had a couple that were three and out that were grotesque, um, but not having him for a big chunk of that game really hurt them uh yeah we can talk about that fumble with mercedes lewis that sucked i mean it was a hell of a defensive play that was just a, that was a, yeah that was just a good defensive that, play that was I'm not taking anything away on that no no it, you know it's not like i'm like ah oh, mercedes lewis you bum i mean it was a great defensive play it's just no it's just that it sucked right from a from the packers standpoint yeah. it sucked um you know and both both teams had some you know close things and almost this and almost that kittle obviously had a you know, a, t- a tough drop later on in that game. Although he did also had an incredible sideline catch. You know what I mean? Like, both teams had big moments. And I think as we get a little further away from the game, and it obviously this is Tuesday. I mean, you know, we're right past divisional weekend. I think you have to give a lot of credit to both of those defenses. They were phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Overall, I think the defenses were phenomenal. That was really a, a, a tough gut check, physical uh, you know, that that was just a, a good defensive game from both of them. Both teams had some clutch moments. Both teams had some disappointing moments. Uh, you know, and again, it, just small things. In a game that's that tight 
And as that intense, mistakes <laughs> are magnified. And special teams, right. and special teams, man. All three, all three phases of that game. And it, it, look, and I'm going to say, losing Dylan, I would imagine greatly altered how Green Bay approached. He's a difference maker, of course, he was because they needed him to be that grinder, that tough short yards, short yardage grinder. It's just like in the fourth quarter when they got down to the five, they got down to the five, dude. Couldn't get it in, right? And I, and I know Rodgers took a sack on one of those plays. That they ended up getting a 33-yard field goal out of it. But you can't tell me that if Dylan's in there, that they don't stand a much better chance of getting a touchdown. Of course they do. I'm not saying they would have gotten it, but they stand a much better chance of getting it. Right. I mean, the Packers have I mean, he, he would have churned them big. He would have churned them Quadzilla. big down and gotten through. Quadzilla. Yeah. You know, uh, you can't tell me that that possession where they had th- you know, three, three plays in a cloud of fart and then ended up punting in the fourth quarter. You can't tell me that Dylan wouldn't have, wouldn't have helped make a difference, you know. So it's tough. Uh, now, Jones is not a. He, I mean, he can be an up and uh, I mean, north south type runner, but he does his damage on the edges or yeah. on flat routes or wheel routes and everything. That's well, where he's. That's what effective. happened. That's what happened that, on that first him, drive. Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, uh, 49ers weren't letting anybody up the middle. No, you put you put Dylan in there. There's not. It's going to be so damn hard for the 49ers defense to stop him. Plain and simple. Well, he's. I mean, because it, all that boy's got to do is just keep turning. They're not going to stop him. Well, I mean, it, I just think they're they would, they, they would have fared better with Dylan in than they clearly did without. Particularly in a cold weather, tough, close game. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it it's just tough. I mean, how many times uh, talked about this? How many times did we say this is what he this this is the game he was the, made for? Yeah, it's the playoffs. It's cold weather playoffs, man. Those tree trunk legs, man, Quadzilla. This, this is what this what it was for, and they lost. Yeah. But you know, every team has has something they have to overcome: injuries, penalties. I mean, something. Every everybody's got something, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. there's a part of me that's really disappointed. And th- again, there were things that there, there, you know, stuff was close. I mean, it's like that one time that uh, Bosa got to Rogers, and Rod- I mean, Rogers was about to throw. I think I th- want to say he was going to throw to Cobb. I might be wrong about that, but. Anyway, Bosa gets his arm right as he's throwing, forces a fumble. Yeah, I mean, the Packers got it back, sure. And they end up – that's the 39-yard field goal that the 49ers then, you know, end up blocking the damn thing. Uh, kudos to Jimmy Ward, by the way. A uh, hell of a block, but special team suckery right there. You know, that, that was tough. You know, I mean, to be fair, the Packers got a couple of little breaks along the way, for sure. I mean, it's like Mitchell getting, you know, dinged for that face mask. You know, I mean, that, that's tough. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's tough. I, I'm not saying, you know, that's one where they can throw it, but maybe you don't hate it if they don't throw it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> particularly. It feels like they were a little bit more in your face about officiating on uh, wildcard weekend, and they eased up a lot uh, overall in the divisional. Um, oh, God, yes. Yeah, it really felt like that. But, you know, a, a, again, it, both teams had, had some big moments. I mean, you got you, you got to say hats off to Debo. To get to take some of the licks that dude took, and granted, he does look like he's built more oh, like yeah. a running back than a wide receiver. But I mean, he did all kinds of tough running for them, and I for there was a couple. I don't know if he got the wind knocked out of him or what, but there were a couple times I was like, "Oh man, it doesn't look like he's coming back in the game." And where was he? He came back in the damn game. Came back in the game. Debo is that dude. He's that dude. Debo is that Kittles and Debo, bro. 
you know, I, uh, we can talk, we can fault Jimmy Garoppolo, and he certainly looked like he tried to throw some taters up and give it away a couple of times. I mean, you know, the, uh, I mean, the Packers did get a pick on him. You know, I think it was it was the second quarter, and um, yeah, but it was like first down on what like the nineteen or something like that, and it, he was maybe a smidge late getting it to uh, throwing it to Kittle, and it, but it was a great defensive play by uh, I think it was Amos that that bagged that pick. But Garoppolo got away with a couple of things. It feels like he's done that against Dallas. He did that against uh, uh, Green Bay. But, you hey, know. Randy, does it feel like he does like three or four of those a game? It seems like that. But yes. also, like, especially, but recently, obviously, with the thumb issue, I can't. But you know, I have to wonder, is it really, is the thumb really bothering him a little bit in terms of just have the, the grip in the ball? Or is he really just. He's trying, or he's trying to make a play. He's trying to rush and make a play. And I felt like now on that interception, though, I felt like Kittle could have drove on the ball instead mm-hmm. of can completely go straight mm-hmm. into the end zone. Yeah, yeah. Um, if Kittle had driven on the ball, then chances are it's a completed pass and not an interception. That's yeah. I mean, he should have he should have fought a little hard for the ball. That that's true. I, I mean, I I do think it was a smidge smidge late. It was. Right. It, it was. The thing is, is uh, Garoppolo doesn't seem to be at his best trying to throw on the run. If we, I, I mean, Mm-mm. even when he was healthy, he hasn't been great at that. Yeah, he's more of a. It's from him. It's all about timing. So if he can get, you know, that three step drop, you know, read, look left, look right, then just throw, and without having pressure in his face, that's when he's at his most dangerous. Yeah, and and you got to figure. Think about it. At the beginning of the game how many drop passes were there where he was spot on with his throws? The guys just dropped the ball. One of the most glaring would be that one to Kittle. That was, it was just there. That would have been probably a touchdown. <laughs> I mean, it's certainly a huge game, but maybe it would have been a touchdown. I mean, that one was there. It was there for the taking. So it was slant. It was tough. That's exactly what it was. He kept them. Yeah. It, what, it was like the first one or two he missed on. Then he started hitting them. Yeah, I mean, they certainly did. It felt like they did late. Um, you know, uh, we were yeah. talking about it a little bit earlier, but after the four dollars blocked that freaking punt, God bless <laughs> that ball. That ball looked like it went straight up and just went out of frame, dude. It was crazy. <laughs> Everybody's like looking around, like, "Where the hell is this thing?" Um, obviously, Where's it at? Uh, yeah, where it, and it just like plops down, like right there. I mean, you know, the last thing I saw plop down like that was Chloe dropping that turd in the kitchen when she was running that one time. It just bloop. Just right there, dude. It's crazy. That's a bad joke. I'm kidding about that. Not really, but sort of. Although it felt like a big bunch of crap to me, so it's about the same. Um, <laughs> but obviously, they block that, and you know they run that in for the touchdown. The goal, scoop, and score. Uh, return that blocked uh, punt for a touchdown to make it 10-10. But uh, you know the Packers had opportunity and opportunity and opportunity. I mean, both teams did, but I guess my point here is from looking at it from the Packers' side – you know, for as tough and tight and and as, as that game was, they had opportunities to do something. And Dylan or no Dylan, it bothers me. How and you know, I'm sure some of this is a matter of execution, sure. But you know, you got special teams problems. They knew that coming in. That's been a source of. It's been a spot of contention for that team all year. You have a good defense. I'm not going to say great. But you have a good defense. Um, you have a a good offense, right? I don't understand why they didn't seem more dynamic. And the 49ers, you knew they were going to bring bring the heat. You knew they were going to get pressure on Rod. You knew that. 
they're going to bring pressure, man. I, I guess I don't understand why they do and did not do a better job getting the ball to some other people other than, you know, Jones big, yeah. and Devontae. I mean, I just, for the life of me, I don't understand it. How do you not schematically do something else? I mean, Lazard had what, one catch? It, well, um, he had 20, Rodgers had 20 completions. Nine went to Jones, nine went to Devontae Adams. That's 18 of the 20 completions. Yeah. That, that that tells you. I mean, obviously, some of that. Devontae yeah, I understand just, trust your. Go ahead. I understand trust your playmakers. But Lazard has shown up when it can't call it upon. Cobb still can. And then the thing about it, I've, I've watched the game before. And because I heard about people saying, well, they were wide open and everything. And I don't mm-hmm. understand why Aaron wasn't looking, I mean, hitting them. And they were. I saw Lazard open multiple times. I saw Cobb open a couple of times and everything. And I'm like, why does he keep on trying to um, get, give it to um, Devontae and double coverage and everything? I mean, great. I mean, he, he's so good at beating double coverages, too. Right. But, I mean, there becomes a point where you need to find something else. To, to pull the um, coverage away from Devontae a little bit. Well, sometimes, just, Lizard, sometimes, Lizard just, sometimes just take the completion, right? If, if, right. So, if somebody is schematically open or the coverage is there, whatever, just take take the completion, dude. This is a tight game. You don't need yep. to be greedy and chuck it to Devontae. Look, Rodgers is a, is a hell of a quarterback. And again, I don't know, you know, we're not <sighs> – this is a reactionary thing, obviously. But how in the hell can a quarterback of his stature, right, and an offense that is that hyped up, knowing that opponent, having lost to that opponent multiple times in the playoffs, having played them earlier this year, higher scoring game, but tight. Rodgers had to win it in a flourish at the end. Dude, how do you not have some more schematically ready? Uh, particularly after you lose Dylan, you know it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and they were down MVS. I get it, but I don't know. Maybe that maybe that's part on the coaching staff, and then maybe that's part on Aaron as well. It could be. I tell not, you, for, for maybe all the, not trusting his guys. I don't know. For all the knob slobbing Lafleur got for being what having thirty nine wins in his first three years. For all the knob slobbing they've gotten. That's a regular season thing, dude, and it's nice. But what have you done in the playoffs? If I you're mean, the number one seed for three straight years, and you get knocked out—that's the problem. Thirty-nine wins—it's the most wins in the league over the past three years. Thirty-nine, and you got bupkis. I mean, at least they made the NFC championship. You know what I mean? They have, but that's a tough loss. They lost to the eventual Super Bowl champions last year. Fine, but I mean, it's it's underwhelming. You know what I mean? And if you're going to knob slob all over that staff for the number of ones they have in a regular season, what have you done in the postseason? Because that's where you make hay. If you're if you're a really good team, where you make the hay is in the postseason, bro. You know, and look, look, plenty, plenty of teams, plenty of players, plenty of Hall of Famers have had tough losses. And, and play, the playoffs are just tough, dude. We understand it. But... At some point, you know, as unfair as it may be, I mean, quarterbacks obviously take. So I don't remember who said it. Somebody was like, uh, you know, wins and losses are a quarterback stat, like right? Because regardless of what happens, 
you know, and we can talk about the special. I mean, the special teams, dude. Block field goal, gave up a big old fat return that set up a four, uh, 49ers field goal, blocked punt. That was a touchdown. And only having 10 men on the field on that Robbie Gold uh, field goal attempt at the end. I mean, that's that that's four separate special teams plays of fucking BSE failtacular shit. And you have to give credit to the Niners, yes. But if you get a field goal block, dude, you better figure that protection out. By the way, the 49ers are the first team since 1988 to block a field goal and a punt in the same playoff game. Wow. Dude, that's ridiculous. The the 49ers are also the fourth team since 2000 to win a playoff game without an offensive touchdown. Doesn't happen Man. a ton. Yeah, I, I remember when the Colts won the Super Bowl, they beat the Ravens with five field goals. It's crazy. First home loss of the first home loss of the season for the Packers. And it's snowing. I tell you, man. <sighs> My dad said it best. He said, the floor needs to cut, carry his butt down to Blacksburg and walk in some guy's office. Blank check and say, Mr. Beamer, what would it take? Bring help, Beamer ball to Green Bay. Help us with these special teams, man. I don't know, bro. Special teams, <clears throat> I don't know. That's crazy. And it's still, I you mean, know. And, and also, mm-hmm. I know you know this. My dad's been with them since the 60s. I know. And he said this is probably one of the worst defeats in ever that they they've gone through. Yeah, I mean this because everything looked up every yeah, everything lined up for them to run the tables. I mean, we all thought I mean the, yeah, I mean, we, we we figured it'd be Green Bay and Buffalo. I mean, well, I mean that was but, sure. Um, I mean, we just, have some fandom bias in that, but figured right, it, they still right. a good shot. And again, you know, it, it, it's you have you have to give credit to the 49ers for what they did. Absolutely. Oh, I but am. You can do that, and I think we can have reasonable criticism of how underwhelming that ends up being for Green Bay because the expectations were high. Because it felt like with all the drama this that this last offseason, if this was going to be either the beginning of the last chapter for Rodgers in Green Bay, or if it was going to be the final chapter for Rodgers in Green Bay, that it was going to have a better end than what, excuse me, what this was. Right. You know, so yeah, it, it, there's a lot of salt. Now we don't know. Now we don't know. There's a lot of salt. You know, but think about some of the play calling, some of the decision making. How about... You know, for the 49ers, when it was before that Robbie Gold touchdown, they had to make a choice. Do they throw a pass? Now, you got to remember, Aaron Rodgers stuck it to him at the end of that game earlier this season. Well, the 49ers didn't throw a pass. It's third and seven. They ran that damn ball. Mm-hmm. Debo, Debo, baby. That was a tough run, man. That set up that field goal. Robbie Gold, and I told a friend of mine that's a Bears fan, I was like, of course it was an ex-Bear. that did the." <laughs> I was like, of course. Thanks a lot, homie. <laughs> Just brutal, man. 45-yard field goal as time expired. Only lead by the Niners in the whole game, man. <laughs> Come on, bro. <clears throat> just just rough. And uh, here, here, I'll tell you something. For all the hate that Jimmy G gets, and again, you know, wins and losses are the proverbial quarterback stat, he's 4-1 and one in the playoffs. You know? Uh, they, they've won. They, they've won. 
They've won. That's a credit to Shanahan. That's a credit to, you know, uh, that defense and the the players and just – they're a tough out, man. The 49ers are built for playoff football. Defense, run game, grind on you. And capitalize on your mistakes. And if you're a dummy, you know, I mean – if if you if you have a case of the dumbs like Mike McCarthy, <laughs> you know, or your special team or your special teams have a case of the dumbs like Green Bay's did, dude, you're in trouble, man. You you can't make those kind of mistakes against Shanahan and and the 49ers. Not late season, not in the playoffs. Matt, who coaches special teams for the Packers? They're fired. Maurice Drayton. Is he, is, is, is he related to Steve Spurrier? I just want to know. Because they look like they've been drinking beers instead of practice. That dude needs to go. He's got to be gone. Now, my other question. I'm surprised is, he still has a job. Yeah, no kidding. Well, it's early yet. It's only Tuesday. <laughs> only Tuesday. Um, let me, my next question to you guys is there's a <clears throat> hacker that's been there for a very, very long time. <clears throat> Well, they let the kicker go, Crosby, because he had an off year. It's probably time. It's probably time. It is definitely time for him. They should have signed Robbie Gold a few years ago. Get him away from the Niners, damn it. Uh, Hell, I'm sure the Giants are kicking themselves for letting him him go after one season. You know what's funny is is to go back and and look at, like, Rodgers in that – when he got drafted. You know, and this obviously came up a whole bunch. You know, it's, it's the playoffs. It's the Niners. So, of course, all all kinds of random randomness gets you know drudged up, and uh, that thing where he's like, "The 49ers are going to regret not drafting me." <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, yeah, zero and four, bro, zero and four. Hey, man. he led them before playoff wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 me made Tell me laugh. Right now, what? Denver's not the only team with forty five million under the cap. That could pull Devontae and Aaron. Indy is too. And Wentz, if they cut them, they save about eleven some odd million dollars. Eleven million, but they've got thirteen in the dead cap. Yeah. They could do it, man. I don't know what would be worse, <laughs> like <laughs> him going to the Broncos or him going to the Colts. Holy God, crap! If you went to the Colts, I mean, you have a running game. You got. Pittman and Shannon would go out and get a Rogers jersey. I mean, like, like right. I mean, we'd have you? to road trip at that point. Well, I yeah, mean, bro- shit. Oh, if God, Rogers yes. was a Forty Nine er, I would have gotten a Rogers jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know that the. Uh, I don't, you know, I, we'll see how this, how the rest of this postseason plays out. I mean, somehow, some way, if the damn Forty ers pull, you know, pull it off and stick it to the Rams and make it to the Super Bowl, I. I mean, don't you feel like you you know, we Trey Lance is so raw, you're like, all right, Jimmy G, one more year, let's go. I mean Might as well. <laughs> See, and here well the thing is, is from what I'm reading like online and different reports are coming out that they're still planning on moving away from Garoppolo and giving Trey Lance a starting job next year. Maybe. I guess if, if Shanahan feels like he can make up for some of the stuff, some of the shortcomings with Garoppolo, maybe he's like ah, now if, now, if Garoppolo helps them win the Super Bowl and, like, has a great performance or an MVP-level performance, which, I mean, it's not impossible, Man, but dare, it's highly improbable. Dare to dream, Randy. 
I'm just saying it's highly improbable. It's not something that. <laughs> All right, Martin. But what, what I'm saying is if something like that happens, then you almost have to kind of just take a step back and be like, can we let this kid sit for another year? Maybe. I mean, they can. They don't. They don't have to. They don't have to get rid of Garoppolo. They can love. No, I, I agree. You know? But you, you never know. It, I mean, obviously, this playoff run was <laughs> not exactly expected either. No. So. Look at Randy's dreaming a dream of Jimmy G being a Super Bowl MVP. Holy Let, cow! Yeah, let's let's be honest. If Dude. the 49ers win a Super Bowl, the MVP is probably going to be Debo Samuel. Let's just put it out there right now. I'm just saying right now, it would be extra wild if somehow the Bengals take down the Chiefs and the 49ers take down the Rams. Wouldn't that, that would be? Wouldn't that be the third time that the Bengals 49ers three, Bengals three, 81, 88? Oh my god. Could it be uh, 2021, 22 season? You never know. That would be insane. That would be so ridiculous. Yeah, the guy that played in, I believe, both of those Super Bowls, Collinsworth, calling the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. And would his son be on the sideline? Boy, his son sounds so much <laughs> like him, dude. Oh, my God. It's like a <laughs> God, he does. It is so crazy. Now, here's a guy. I mean, it's just it's just funny, man. All I know, what I'd like to see is if – if the, if that happens and you get Team Collinsworth, I'd like for both of them to do like the slide in the camera view, just for just <laughs> just for fun. That would make me uh, that I would chuckle. That would make me happy. I believe um, I'm trying to see if I have it jotted down in my notes somewhere, but I could swear that um, going. But yeah, here it is. Uh, Super Bowl 16. That was the first time that Madden used a telestrator. Wow. How about, mm. Yeah, how about that? That's crazy. That is pretty crazy. So that was fun. But yeah, B- Bengals, 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 Niners, man. Round three. <laughs> that would be. I mean, I mean, personally, that's kind of what I'm pulling for because I. Don't I want would. The I, 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 look, if I, yeah, if I'm you, I'm like, hell yeah, I'd rather deal with the Bengals than deal with the damn Chiefs. Hell yeah. yeah no kidding, man. <laughs> not, not, not to say that uh, it would be interesting to play the Chiefs again just to see. Uh, hmm. If you know, there's still that uh, nagging you know, monkey on their back from. Of course, there's some salt. Of course, there's some salt. Uh, yeah, yeah, Whitfield, you remember what I told you leading up to this the Forty Nineers Packers game? I said, look, man, yeah, you know that it it, it, it would have been great if they had played Dallas, but I, you can't you can't run from whatever the matchup is, right? And I'm like, let, let's go. Um, on that note, by the way, that's what I wanted. I know. I I I would have felt. Uh, yeah, they probably would have whooped Dallas. What's funny is think about the impact the Jacksonville Jaguars had on the NFL playoffs. Not being a playoff team, dicks. But think about the impact they had in the playoffs, knocking the Colts out. Yeah. And of course, they beat the Titans. Um, and they also uh, altered the one seed in the AFC. You know what I mean with the Bills. Mm-hmm. How inc- I mean, think about the difference. You know, think about the difference. Uh, uh, can you imagine if the road the, to the Super Bowl ran through Buffalo? Yeah, the playoff seating would be uh, Jacksonville for all their crap with what they did. They altered the seating, and I mean that was that you know they were the difference between the Colts being in and out, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the seating for yeah, I mean if if the Chiefs had to go to Buffalo, woo. You know, and, 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 yeah. And if if I'm the Bills, like, 
like by hell or high water, I want that thing to travel through Buffalo next year. By the way, hats off to Andy Reid, right? That dude, he got the Eagles, I believe they hosted three straight NFC Championship games. Four. Hosted. Not went to. Hosted. The Chiefs have not not only been to four straight, they've hosted four straight. They've hosted four. Hosted. Not just been to it. Hosted. Andy Reid, those are both Andy Reid teams. That is crazy. But, yeah, the Eagles went to four in a row, but hosted three, 2002 to 2004. Like, I, huh? like Shannon was saying, like Shannon was saying, they need to get that back to uh, – they need to get that AFC championship coming to Buffalo so we can lap our asses off when we see uh, Patrick, Holmes, Patrick Mahomes' wife and her, um, his brother getting beat Oh, down my God, dude. I, Jackson Mahomes, if That'd he knows if, if he knows what's good for him, he is not TikTok dancing on the Buffalo Bills sideline. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do don't it. Do it. Bro. Don't do it. I, I mean, they probably save those he for the Patriots. Pick him up and take him back. Oh, God. Uh, he'll probably, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll pick him up and take him home. <laughs> Foam alone. Whitfield knows. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> too, too soon. Too soon for Todd, probably. <laughs> hey, Todd. You love that foam alone segment, huh? <laughs> Don't hurt yourself, buddy. <laughs> anyway, feel better. Heal up. <laughs> Don't use the foam again, dude. Come on. We're, that's a PSA. It's not a challenge. <laughs> PSA, not a challenge. That's for sure. Um, I, I don't know. We'll have to look at the cap stuff. I mean, I, obviously Rodgers is going to be a huge Rodgers and Adams. And I really do believe if they can make it work to be somewhere together, they're going to do that. Um, Denver's obviously made those kind of splash moves before. I, I don't know about the Colts, man. Um, obviously Shannon, you've joked well, about it. Dude, I'll tell you what, man. If, if, if there was by hell or high water, if I could get Aaron Rodgers and Devante and boot Carson Wentz at the curb, it'd be done, bro. Um, uh, mm-hmm. look, you'd, you'd get the dome. You'd get, you know, a division that is certainly winnable. Yep. Obviously, a young running back. Uh, d- you got dude. all pros on defense. You'll retract and, the free agents. And you already have a playoff base that is used to you being underwhelming in the playoffs. Hey, you know, right? it's, it's great. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got the one seed. We got to buy. We know what's going to happen with this. I'm just kidding, by the way. That's a bad joke. No, you're um, not. <laughs> not really. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, it did happen. What uh, I've heard, what you've heard is what. I went out. Um, I was listening to um, Pat McAfee today for a little bit, uh-huh. and I'm designed to the fact there was. I forgot exactly what he said, but there was almost like a hint that he knows they're going to rebuild. Well, he said they want to be part of a rebuild. I think, they're up against it well, on the cap, I, though, aren't they? Unless over the, cap. the only way they're going to make it work is to give him an extension. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it. As I've said it. Backloaded four yeah. deals. Backload him. Him and Devontae. Yeah, they could it, look. It, if uh, I think it was Andrew Brandt. I, I mean, a couple of people have certainly said it's it's workable, but you need you would need a commitment from Green Bay, Rogers, and Devontae. They could make this work. And I mean, at some point, you're going to pay the piper. But if they want to run it back, they can. Obviously, at Rodgers' age, you know he's got a window, right? right? Um, 
Although, I mean, Brady's still playing at 44, so, it, you know. But it, normally you would figure, okay, maybe you can sell out for another year or two. Um, and, uh, you know, if he walks off at that point, then you go, all right, cool, man. It's time to rebuild. Woo! But I, I don't know that they're going to do that. So, Indy I mean, would that's, it, that's, it, that's really four years Indy would be interesting. Shannon, you would, you, yeah, I, I think you'd, you'd enjoy that. Oh, uh, side note, uh, before I forget about this, obviously a few teams get to back-to-back incredible quarterbacks. And the 49ers did with Montana, then Young. Um, obviously the Packers did with going from Favre to Rodgers. And the Colts almost, almost, you know, really, really did it. But you had Peyton and then going to Andrew Luck, just a kind of a short career for Luck. Yeah. Um, but uh, Peter King was writing about it, and it is odd when you think about a little bit of symmetry with Rodgers and Favre, and it is there. The grand, I mean, Favre did make it to two. Mm-hmm. They they did have the loss against, you know, Elway and the Broncos. Denver. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'd forgotten that the Packers were two touchdown favorites. I'd forgotten that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they were. They were big favorites, but that that, that was the that was the Elway helicopter run, yes. right? Yes, God, that was that was incredible. But anyway, you think about that, and you know, he wrote quote fourteen years and two days previous to Saturday night's game, Favre's fourteen and three Packers lost to the Giants. I think that was the Tom Coughlin red nose game on a Lawrence yes. Tynes forty seven yard field goal in the game's final snap in a minus twenty three degree wind chill game. Here, Rodgers' thirteen mm-hmm. and four Packers lost to the Niners on a forty five yard field goal on a game's final snap in a zero wind chill game. If this was Rodgers' last game as a Packer, it will be hauntingly familiar to Favre's. It's tough. Yep. It's tough. I mean, mm. th- you know, th- I think that is one of the things that makes it extra bitter is to think that, you know, when you when you went from Favre, and he was a little dramatic at the end, let's not lie, he was, he was a little dramatic at the end. I'm going to retire, I'm not going to retire. So I get it. But Rodgers had shown enough that, they felt confident making that move. Okay. Now, uh, did I have some grievances with the, with the organization for shipping Favre to the Jets? I did. Um, he wanted to go to the Bucks. I think they should have sent him where he wanted to go. But he wanted to go to the Vikings. And there was somebody earlier. To, I think it, I want to say yeah. it was Andrew Brannigan, but they, he was saying that he, they had two teams and that they had a deal. Well, they weren't going to trade him to the Vikings, but they had trade parameters worked out with the Jets and the Bucks, and they said, which one do you want to go to? He said the Bucks, so they traded him to the Jets. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I remember that. Because, yeah. And then they said, yeah. they told the Jets, if you trade him during any time during the season, you got to get us the first round pick. Yeah, which I don't even know how you – that's that. a weird stipulation. But, yeah, and he had a good year. I mean, he had the – was it a bicep injury or was it his tricep? Oh, he had the arm injury. Tricep. Uh, yeah, but he, he was having a fine year leading up to that, and they certainly had a, a nice run in Minnesota. And got robbed by the Saints and all kinds of. Anyway, that's a tangent. They should have won a Super Bowl. Well, I'll, t- I'll just say this but, much. I'll just say this much about uh-huh. trade stuff. Three places that makes the most sense: Denver, uh-huh. Indy, uh-huh. and Pittsburgh. I don't know that Pittsburgh is going to have the money. I get you a line too, man. Yeah, I, I, if I'm him, if I'm him, and I'm looking, I'm surveying the landscape. Get me to Indy and Denver, and the problem with Denver is you don't you don't know who, you know how the coach and GM ownership. All there's some there's some uncertainty with Denver right now. 
And you got to play Mahomes twice, and you got to play Herbert twice, and you got to play the Raiders twice. Yeah, well, well, you know, some people might say, well, hey, look, I guess you got built-in excuses there, bro. I and the, and the Colts might be – and you get the Dome, you know? Dark Fair horse. or not, you get a lot of Dome games. You got the Texans, they're domed up. You got your stadium, that's domed up. Yep. You know? Him and McAfee are good friends. Don't yeah. think for a second Ursane won't try to – Yeah, they are uh, buddies. Tell that – I'm sure it just it depends on what he wants. I mean, who knows? Maybe they end up being Raiders. <laughs> who knows, dude? But the off the off season's going to be all over the place. I think Carr's got one more oh, year. I, I think Carr's got one more year left at like 19 mil. So he's got a very for what the current quarterback contract landscape is. Carr's got a pretty friendly contract. You know, that's a true story. Yeah, it is a true story. So anyway, you know, again, kudos to the Niners. Am I annoyed? Yes. Um, do I think, do I think Rogers gets a lot of grief for this game? Yes. I think there's some blowback for the, you know, as the memes have said, Oh, look, it's the second time this, this year that Rogers won't get a shot. Um, he's immunized against the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, you know, and he's getting some, some fan karma, karma blowback. I mean, it's just the reality. Some people, a lot of people don't like him. They think he's an arrogant prick, which you know, fine, man. Like, like you know, you probably whatever, dude. <sighs> a hell of a career, and it's been a good run. But they have uh, they've underdelivered in the playoffs. That that part is real, and that's part of his legacy. Fair or not, defensive wasn't defense wasn't good enough. Okay, play calling wasn't good enough. All right, special teams wasn't good enough. All right, bro. But there's every game has opportunities, and um, part of. Part of being the quarterback is you get more credit than you deserve when you win a lot, <laughs> and you get more criticism than you than you probably deserve when your team loses. So before we go off uh, Green Bay completely onto other teams, long story short, today at work, I sold a car to Deanna uh, Farr's nephew. <laughs> so right, what, what what was the thing you told me that because you you, you kind of figured out who it was. You're having some conversation well, being kind of up, silly, well, well, but his name populated, yeah. And then his name populated, and I asked for a zip code, and he gave it to me, and I saw "Kill Mississippi." I was like, "Hmm." <laughs> so, uh, and I started talking to him, and he said, "Um, he played football at um the high school that Brett and his dad coached at, and everything, and he he played on. Um, he was a wide receiver, and Brett was he um doing the OC thing down there. And yeah. He said." And I was like, "How do? You, what is he like?" And he's like, "He's a dick, but he's a fun dick." I was like, "I can see that. <laughs> I can see that." And the first thing I, when I heard yeah. that, I was like, "Stifler." That's the first thing I thought of because that's what they said. Stiff. What they said, Stifler. But yeah. really nice kid and everything. And I, I know you and I were joking around. I was like, "Let's go ask your uncle to buy it for you. He's got tons, tons of money." Yeah. Stuffing stingy. Checking the cash. Yeah, J- give me some cash, Uncle Brett. JG Farvworth. I need cash now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, real cool Farvworth. kid and everything. <coughs> yeah, man. Yeah, real cool kid. Where's yeah, the, he's a real cool kid. Hold on. Where's, where's JG Farvworth when you need it? Here we go. Hold on. I got I to gotta dig that up, man. I think that deserves a... If you get long-term payments, <laughs> but you need cash now. Give me some cash right now. Give me some cash right now. Call JG Farvworth. 
I so like I that. I was like, how does what does that make? As does that make you his uncle? I don't think he's his uncle because it's Deanna's ah, sister. No, nobody son, cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. You're drilling too far down mm-hmm. in the details that nobody gives a crap about. The the fun part is that somebody that knows them and all that. There you go. Just leave it at that. I, mean, I know where you live now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come down there and you go hang out with your uncle. Oh, <laughs> oh for fuck's sake! You might want to erase that one too, Justin, in case the the stalker comes out. Fuck him! Oh shit! <laughs> 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 oh lord! Mm. Alrighty then. I'm going down to kill Mississippi. No, 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 no singing. <laughs> sing don't do it. You don't singing's it. a bad idea. Bad idea. Don't do it. Don't do it. This is not like crappyoki night back in the day when you go out there and be <laughs> Yeah, it's not like crappyoki night. Just don't, don't do it, man. Not cool. Okay, I won't do it. Yeah, no, we all know God. what happened with Matt went that went down there anyway. He'd be like, "Don't taste me, bro." <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Accurate. No, uh, that would be Mark if you saw Eli. You know, I I would think if we had gone out for karaoke after that Packers 49ers game, I think this is the song that Whitfield would have had to be <laughs> singing, dude. With some hurt, Johnny Cash version. <laughs> Rough, bro. What would be Randy singing? Nah, you got you guys would go in the thing you'll rag cliff. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Give me a drink. <laughs> nah, I didn't know shit. Exactly. Randy be uh, up there singing YMCA or something. Oh uh, no, mm, no. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what I felt felt like. Damn oh, Sanford and son. <laughs> that was some trash. That was some trash play calling. <laughs> some trash special teams. That was some trash foam alone commentary from Todd. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll give a, a quick uh, final thoughts. On yeah, it. Uh, um, give us some final thoughts, Randy. Honestly, the way the way the game was going, the way the game started out, literally, I was like, "Shit, here we go, we're fucked." Uh, but the thing is, and it's and it's crazy to think about the fact that opening drive, touchdown, and then nothing after that. And I had and I really had to think about it. And really, the turning point was Fred Warner's forced fumble on Lewis. Mm-hmm. Once he did that, the defense just kicked it into another gear and completely just shut them down. I got to tell you, I'm still super disappointed that when they had that. Broke that blown coverage and Aaron Jones was flying down and Rodgers hit him that Jones didn't just beeline for the corner pylon or the sideline. You know what I mean? Would have been to me better. He slowed down and tried to cut back. I don't know how many yards that cost him, but it cost him time and yardage and a timeout. <laughs> but but Matt, Matt and I were talking earlier and it's like, you can't focus on just two players. On your offense, you just can't. No. Now, granted, unless you're Kansas City, but unless it's Kittle and story. Debo, unless it's Kittle and Debo, then you can't. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I mean, no. The Niners pretty much focus on Debo for the most part, yeah, yeah. and everybody else is an afterthought. But 
it's, it's just it was just it was just strange. You can only do so much with two players, and then what happens when they double Devonte and he's not open? What are you doing? Check down Charlie to Aaron Jones, and that, and that's that's really what it was. But gate, but the, the way the defense was swimming to the ball, yeah. There really wasn't a lot no, there, even on the checkdowns. No, I mean, the, the 49ers line certainly had Rodgers under pressure a lot, but there were certainly times it felt like that they just didn't schematically create. See, this is one thing I think Kyle Shanahan deserves a lot of credit for. Okay, you can you can pile on the 49ers and make fun of Jimmy G all you want. Okay, but one thing that, that Kyle Shanahan has been really adept at Okay, in his time in the NFL, particularly as a head coach, is finding ways to create opportunity. I think Andy Reid is also brilliant at this. Okay, mm-hmm. finding ways to create opportunities for your players. That doesn't mean it always works out. It doesn't mean they always execute it well. But you scheme ways. You scheme, you know, opportunity. And there are certainly players that are gifted enough that maybe they play beyond your scheme, or they can get away with things that some other people can't. Um, Mahomes is certainly one of those guys. Rodgers, I think, at times is one of those guys. Other than playoffs, in the regular season, certainly one of those guys in the playoffs. Maybe not so much. But if you're if you're doing your best job as a head coach, you know, as an offensive coordinator, as a defensive coordinator, it's seizing the moment and creating opportunity in the moment. Right? That's part of what your job is. It's not just a rah rah speech. Those things are nice. It's not just being likable. You know, it's not just being Captain Hardass either. It's finding ways as a team, as a unit, as a player, as a coach, to create opportunity. And the Packers didn't do enough of that. I don't know if that's ego, hubris, stupidity. I don't know what it is. All right. Well, All the- one of the big things we've talked about with LaFleur is he doesn't really tend to make in game adjustments very well. I, I don't know. It's it just losing, losing Dylan sucked, but at some point, but you know you don't have them. And what else are you doing? Making, you should be making the adjustments then. Yeah. When she's like, "All right, this our game plan's out the window. We've got to make a change," yeah. and it didn't really look like they did. No, we 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 lost a power runner. Okay, what else are we going to do? How do we how do we move protection around? How how do we just something? You know, uh, and I I don't know. You know, it's certainly one of those things that maybe maybe Aaron called some of his own plays. I I don't know, dude. I mean, some of his decision making, and yeah, he had some duress. I just don't I don't understand it and it invites in a lot of criticism. I don't think it's all fair, but fans don't care about fair. Most people don't care about fair. Clickbait hunters don't care about fair. ESPN doesn't give a crap about fair. You know, he he's invited some of that criticism in the team, Rogers, uh Le, Le you know, and maybe it's time to move on. And that's probably what makes this loss extra bitter because it felt like it would it would have been a nice last hurrah send-off. Um, and now it's, you know, it's just out a little bit of the old proverbial out with a whimper and a lot of opportunity left on the table. Um, and the 49ers seized in in the biggest moments, particularly late, I think the, the 49ers seized more of the opportunities. You know, uh, that's what makes it bitter extra better um kudos you know enjoy the win randy i know you do but enjoy that but that's part of the legacy you know uh conservative getting conservative not finishing against seattle 
three and outs. They had that certainly versus Tampa Bay last year. We can talk about the play calls, but they had some opportunities, didn't finish. You know, so 0-4 against San Fran in the playoffs, that's not going to help you. By the way, the, the 49ers are 5-4 and four against the Packers in the playoffs. So thanks, Rodgers, for that. Uh, I'm just kidding. Again, too much credit, too much criticism. But, I mean, he, he's going he's gonna to get, you know, it's just the way that this works. Yeah, Favre kind of owned us in the playoffs. <laughs> Favre was a baller, dude. He just, you know, he would just throw bad picks. I loved him, but man, did he throw some bad picks. But yeah, they, they wasted, yeah, they wasted part of his career too. That whole Ray Rhodes debacle. What a waste! Oh God! And uh, who was that, uh, uh, Matt? Who was that other dude with glasses? The other head coach, not Holmgren, but uh, the other dude. Sherman. Who? Sherman. Yeah, Sherman. Mike Sherman. Yeah, the Shermanator. Yeah. <laughs> what Ray Rhodes? Fuck out of here, man. Anyway, at this point, I wish you well, Randy. I wish the 49ers well. Uh, I think it's going to be a good match with the with the Rams. Uh, they've got a lot of payback left. Uh, 49ers are just, I don't know, man. They're, they're, gonna, they're just going to play them hard, dude. And I tell you what, for all the mistakes that, that the Rams made <laughs> to let the Bucks get back in that game, you pull that bullshit against the Niners, dude, you're going to lose that thing. Mm. <laughs> Yes, Rams. Please don't have that killer mentality oh. that you just don't seem to have of stepping on people's throats. No. And, yeah, I mean they did it with the, the Niners Week 18. They yeah. could have not. They could have kept them out of the playoffs. Instead, they let them back in. They won in overtime. And, it's, and then you have the Bucks, where the Bucks sure as hell did their damnedest to send that game to overtime. Yeah, their defense shit the bed on them. All right, well, I finished, I finished my drink. We did an accidental hour. I thought we were going to get two games an hour one and two games an hour two, but we uh, certainly overindulged on that one, um, as I did with my beverage. So I need to make a new beverage because I'm traveling a little bit light. But the good news is we're an hour in, so this is kind of a good spot. It's 1 o'clock, which means that we can do this, come back, and we should be able to be done by 2, which is fantastic. And then we can then we roll. Because I, th- I think Bengal, Bengals-Titans is a little bit more straightforward than some of these other things. Um, obviously, Ryan Chief, Tannehill, you cannot throw three uh, picks no. and expect uh, to win. Chief, Chief, <laughs> Chiefs Bills is just insanity, and we've we've already sort of covered you know Rams and, and Bucks, but we can touch on that one, um, and then we can just kind of I, I think call our shots for um, AFC NFC you know uh, championship games and kind of go from there. Um, but we need to salute the clock, and yeah, so. I need, but I need a beverage, dude. I can't do a saluted clock with an empty, an empty Yeti. That's just not going to work. Nope, you can't. No, we can't do that, bro. So I need some ice and a fresh one. Mmm. Ah, so good. Everybody, good. We're good. Good. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back in a couple of minutes with some fresh beverages, and I'm just going to flash the Tyreek Hill, the deuces. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't get a taunting flag on it. I just, I don't, I don't get it, dude. It's either taunting or it's not, bro. Not that I hate the deuces. Not that I hate the peace sign. I don't. But I don't, I don't, like, what's a taunt, what's not? I mean, they had people, like, turn around and look at people, and they got flagged for taunting. That motherfucker's running down the sideline, peace sign out, dude. <laughs> like, nothing. Oh, ridiculous. <laughs> 
that would have been a terrible time to get a taunting flag dropped on him, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, no kidding. I think they're. I think the refs were like, "We can't do that." <laughs> this, this, I, I'd have been like, "Yes, I can." It, yeah, <laughs> hey, you would have. You would have. But there's. I wonder if sometimes the refs are like, "Nah, bro, <laughs> we, we can't drop that flag right now. We won't get out of the stadium, man. <laughs> it won't happen." <laughs> anyway, all right, we'll take a break. We'll be. We'll be right back. As always, keywords are sports and brew. Find us all over the place, man. And uh, yeah, let's 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 lock and reload here, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. Uh, so we're certainly due for a salute o'clock and a couple other things. But I tell you what, I think we may have answered what meatloaf would not do. Okay, and it wasn't anal. The story is that it's anal, right? <laughs> But maybe, and rest in peace, meatloaf. Rest in peace, bro. But maybe it was, maybe it was inspired by home insulation foam cans. Oh, <laughs> Meat, no. meatloaf like Todd would not do that. <laughs> Great way to pay homage to meatloaf. Yeah, it's not about anal. It's about foam alone. <laughs> it's about foam alone. <laughs> <laughs> PSA part two, you can do anything for love, but don't foam that. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Won't foam that. (laughs) (laughs) Click, click, foam, baby. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, man. Ouch. Oh, I have like laugh cramps now. Oh. <laughs> Holy crap. Welcome to your 40s. I laugh so hard I cramp up. <laughs> Although, uh, Shannon, I don't know if I told you this. I, uh, of course, Logan's doing uh, some YMCA basketball. And I was at a practice. I took him to practice the other week. And um, they were like, oh, all the dads come on out to the floor and let's uh, play some defense or whatever. So I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, so I took my fleets off, you know, I took my keys, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. A lot of us out there. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's seven-year-olds, right? So you're just kind of like standing there, kind of in the zone, hands up. And uh, I made the mistake, uh, bro, I was wearing my Keens, you know, those big old mud-stomping, gigantic toe box Keens. And so there was this pass, and I was like, ah, I'm going to get it. And I went after it, man, and like I clipped my toe. I, oh no! I'm like going for the ball, man. Like big boy went down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the coach was like, "You all right? <laughs> I, I I appreciate the hustle." <laughs> and I t- I bit it, dude. I clipped my toe. I knew I was going down, but I got that damn ball. <laughs> oh! I got that damn ball, man. I broke up that pass, but I went down to the floor, dude. And, uh, yeah, yeah, like I bruised. First to the floor, first to the floor. Let's go. I I, I bruised a little something, man. I bruised a little something. So (laughs) I was like, ah. So, yeah, he appreciated the hustle. I was glad I could set the example for the kids. But uh, that will be the last loose ball I am diving for at the YMCA U7 basketball (laughs) game practice. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) I will say this as a former coach. Balls. Yeah, I appreciate the hustle. So. I pre- <laughs> appreciate the hustle. 
I didn't know I still had that reaction in me. I didn't mean to. Like, I didn't even mean to go after it. There's just like, I, I still have a little competitive fire in me from time to time, right? You, you know, I thought you'd be like the old Sports Center commercial back in the day, the Big Buddy program, where Stuart Scott, <laughs> this kid goes up for a layup. Stuart Scott just smacks that crap out of bounds <laughs> and just taunts him. <laughs> oh, my God. I think you're just me just sitting up there, like, with all these little kids coming up to him and trying to shoot shots, and he'd be like, uh, to Kimmy going, not to my house. No, you, you can't, like, uh, uh, we have a hoop at, uh, in our driveway, and so sometimes I'll play with Logan, and occasionally, like, you know, I mean, I, I do, you know, kind of dad defense, you know what I mean? I mean, he's learning, right? So I'm like, all right, let's get the shot up. So, I mean, obviously I have a significant height advantage over a seven- and eight-year-old. And one time he went up for a shot, I just smacked that thing the hell out of there. And he was like, Daddy! <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> you gonna learn today! I was like, I was like you better bring it... You better bring it strong to the hoop, boy! <laughs> he just looked at me crazy. Uh, so, <laughs> we haven't watched the Kimbe Mutombo videos yet. But, uh, anyway, anyway, rest in peace, Meat- Meatloaf. We'll certainly raise a glass uh, in your honor. Sorry for the foam alone drop. I was Sorry about that. It's a great way to honor him. Hey. Yeah, well, foam alone, foam alone. Um. <laughs> I'm, I, and I'm not gonna lie, Justin. I can't wait to when that kid's taller than you, and you're gonna like, well, shit. Oh my god, yeah. He's, he's, Bro, he's, he's, he's it ain't gonna be long. <laughs> Thirteen, he's, he's probably gonna be taller than me. That'll be crazy. If he doesn't make it to six four, six five, or six six, I'll be shocked. So I'm, yeah, no kidding. I'm, I'm about six if three. If he don't make it to six eight, I'll be shocked. He might. We'll see. We'll see, but anyway, um, <laughs> we need to do it to uh, certainly do a salute clock, and uh, we'll raise a glass to Meatloaf, and we'll also raise a glass to uh, Randy because the, look, the clock's rolled over, man. We get we get to celebrate an anniversary, bro. Yep, that is correct. So, mm-hmm. how many years are we? How many years are we looking at? Fourteen. Fourteen. Holy crap. Yep. 14 so years married like 20, and working right? on uh, 19 years together. Look at that. Holy Toledo, almost 20 years together. Good Lord. Yeah, that just means I've known you assholes almost 20 years with the exception yeah. of Shannon. I'm just glad you <laughs> I'm just glad you weren't the mute we thought you were when we first met. Hey, all it took was starting to talk oh, about football, right. and I opened right up. Football and Star Wars, and then Randy talked. Yeah, so, <laughs> obviously we were a pretty a pretty good social circle match. I'm like football, Star Wars, let's talk. It's fine. So that worked out. It <laughs> worked out. And really video well. games on top of it. And video games. This is perfect. Let's play Halo. Yay! So it's <laughs> pretty good. But no, sal- salute, man, to to you and Penny. Here's to 14 down, 14 more, and obviously uh, we'll keep raising glasses all, all along the way, man. So we got birthdays, we got anniversaries. That's good stuff. But uh, all right, salute clock. So I am enjoying a uh, Voodoo Rain New Belgium Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. I did find some more Broken Skull. I bought some up. I didn't buy all of it, but I bought a couple of a uh, couple of packs of that. But this, I I don't know, man. I like this Voodoo Ranger, but I I might have to stop buying it because I like I just knocked these things back. They're not they're nine point whatever percenters, man. And I just knock them back like they're Bud Lights, dude. These are these are dangerous beers, man. These are dangerous beers, dude. They're good, but they they go down way too easy. And I had girls like that in high school, man. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> hey, hey, 
it's kind of like the Packers. <laughs> it's kind of like the Packers in the playoffs. <laughs> they go down way too easy. <laughs> <laughs> what the well, fuck, man? Anyway. Oh. Oh. Todd, what did you show up? Oh, <laughs> damn. This is mean. Yeah, I'm expecting a retaliation text from that one. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. Uh, all the favorites other than Kansas City. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? It's <laughs> about right. Uh, so I've got the Voodoo Ranger. I'm also drinking my second. Well, this is my second Voodoo Ranger. This is my second Jack and Coke. So we might get lively in part two of this podcast. You never know. There's usually a sw- It's like bowling. There's like a curve. You know what I mean? And uh, our, our, I don't know if our off the rails happens at peak alcohol curve or if that's when we've jumped the shark and we're on the, other, the way down. I don't know. So we'll see how that goes. But anyway, that's what I've got. Uh, Randy, uh, Mr. Forty Niners fan, as you enjoy your dub and your anniversary, um, what are you uh, saluting the clock with here? Well, it's uh, it's a nice celebratory beer, just because I was like, you know what, I haven't had this in a while, and I want and I want to ha- share it on this, the podcast. It's called La Fin du Monde. Oh, La Fin du Monde! Yes, mm-hmm. I have a, I have a sign for that. And it's a nice, tasty Belgian triple, you know, little nine percenter, nothing too nothing too crazy. Uh, but uh, that was the first time Mark got me one for my birthday quite a few years ago. So it was actually my first Belgian triple. Mm-hmm. And uh, ever since then, uh, I, that's all I've really wanted to drink are Belgian triples. So yep. they're good. Got to go with the original that got me into it. And it was definitely worth celebrating since, you know, that was quite the win. Yeah, I'd say. I'd say. Do we? So I, I got to ask who gets. Who gets the Peter Shrinklage Award of the weekend? Who gets it? Brian Tannehill. I was going to say, it's got to be Tannehill. Right? It how, has to be. How do you open a game with an interception and close a game with an interception? Right? I'm I'm not saying that last interception is 100% his fault. I mean. It was a desperation but, throw and it got tipped up. But still, yeah, but the game is tied. It, it exactly. didn't have to be a desperation Eat throw. It. He forced Eat that. It. He for- yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was desperation. He was just trying to get it, throw it in there, get it in there. Yeah, but, yeah, but he didn't my, need to. He problem. didn't need to throw that ball. And all the receiving options they got, no, he didn't. threw it to that dude. He threw it to your third option when you got Julio and and Brown. Man, like either you you get it to one Come of those on. two dudes, or you eat it. It was one of those plays where you watch the game and like, don't you fucking throw that football. He threw the fucking football. Oh, my and God. And it was all kinds of traffic. I don't even know if, if people were running the right routes. <laughs> I mean, you're looking at all those players. Dude. dude. It was dude. such a cluster. Why the hell did they not kick the extra point in that first touchdown? Bro. And why the hell, when it was third and one late, did Ryan Tannehill fake the handoff and do that BS, and then it was fourth and one, a long one, and then you knew it was Derrick Henry? I I, I got nothing on that. I, I literally have no idea why. That, that's some Carson Wentz BS, okay? That's dude. some hero ball, want to do it yourself. 
look, either in, in, in my, I have a couple of gripes there. You got to give it to Henry. Okay. If you're not going to give it to Henry, how about we put Foreman back in the game? Four rushes for 66 yards. Dude. The dude only gets four rushes. Four. How and in he had the 66 hell? 66 yards. How in the hell? After Foreman had that, I think it was the third quarter, and Foreman had a 45-yard gain, right? And I think they had run it three times to get down there, two or three times to get down there. And then Tannehill, do they run it again? Nope. No. Isn't that when they got picked? Yes, Tannehill Tannehill throws that ball. Look, it was a brilliant defensive play. Yes. But I think it was Mike Hilton. That that, That was a tip and a pick. It was a brilliant defensive hustle play by Mike Hilton. But they had four straight runs to get into the red zone, and then they throw that crap screen. Seriously, dude? Run it. Come on, keep man. Keep it going. Keep churning, man. Like, keep doing what you're doing. I, you know, I can't. Look, that's a play I can't drink to that, but I can drink because of that, which yeah. means that, Shannon, we need to know what you're drinking for Salute O'Clock. <laughs> well, uh, unfortunately, I'm having a Chester, Virginia H2O lager tonight, so... <clears throat> A water logger. Oh, because you're on meds. Yeah. And so you're you're taking it easy. Like you're taking it seriously. You're not even having a single like beer. Not even yeah. a stout, like a lopo stout. No, I don't. I'm trying. I'm trying to. Be, I had a beer Saturday night during the um, uh, Packers 49ers games for you guys. I, I just so. had. I cut off half of my medication that day, so <laughs> just so I can enjoy a. I felt like I could enjoy a beer with you guys watching the games. So. I think the best medications are the ones that say "Don't drink while you're taking this," and then you have a beer too. <laughs> Dude, one of my old doctors used to say, "You have, uh, you know, a little bit of extra beer here, and it enhances the medication." It's an enhancement. <laughs> He's retired at this point, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but he, he was one of my favorites. That's funny. I wonder why. Yeah. I can't believe you're not having a beer. Wow, that's amazing. But no, heal up, heal up. We want you to heal up. And we know Whitfield's not having a beer. <laughs> he's not even in his seat, so, you know. <laughs> is he? He's gone? He's like out burning heaters? And what is he doing? Yeah, he no went to go get some foam. <laughs> <laughs> he, had to, he had some curbs out of the Home Depot? That's crazy. All right, well, I guess the little clock was over. But, yeah, look, man, I don't, you know... That's probably, yeah. I mean, they were the one seed, and and credit to the Bengals, uh, certainly. But I, there's a lot of stuff in that game that I just don't understand why Vrabel and the Titans did it, and I just don't get it, man. And I, I know they've they've certainly played up and played down. They've had some high quality wins. They've had some really weird losses. And, uh, you know, Burrow and Chase and the Bengals, what they've done is incredible. And yeah. and keep in mind, I mean, they sacked Burrow nine times. I mean, they were all over that dude. Nine sacks and a pick. Um, you know, I was looking at the yardage. Those nine sacks took away 65 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I want to say that was like, well, Burrow is not only the second quarterback to win an NFL game NFL playoff game despite despite being sacked nine times it joins uh Len Dawson who beat the who beat Buffalo for the 1966 AFL championship <laughs> that's pretty wild that's pretty wild I mean it and, and credit to Burrow man he he never wavered ah nine sacks tied for the most in the playoff game all time there it is I knew there was something specific about the nine 
Burrow, I, you got to find a, a better. You got to. It's not that it's a better nickname. It's just it doesn't belong to you. Burrow can't be Joe Cool. No, <laughs> no, he, he can't. And people have been throwing that around. And I like Joe, and I understand why people go there. But you can't go there. <laughs> That's like you know they were tired. You know, there's a Hall of Fame quarterback that already has yeah, that nickname. His name is Joe Montana. Right. You, you know how they retire numbers. You got to retire certain nicknames, man. Like you just you just can't. <laughs> You got to find something else, dude. Joey B. I mean, uh, Burrow. Uh, Burrow is fantastic, and you know, if you're a Bengals fan, you got to feel good, regardless of what happens the rest of the playoffs. You got to feel tremendous about your future. Yeah, you just do. And uh, you know, uh, Burrow's a real deal, man. And th- just the confidence that guy has. And uh, side note, uh, the confidence their kicker has. Oh, love it! I mean, that's crazy. Also, steal that kid. I guess we're going to the AFC Championship. Yeah, yeah, he walks onto the field to kick the biggest field goal of his life. Yeah, go to yeah. It's nobody. Let me get this warm up kick. Well, I guess we're yeah. I guess we're going to the AFC Championship. Cool. I mean, come on, dude. That's some that that's cojones, right? Well, I mean, you don't know what you don't know. (laughs) Well, I mean, to give you an idea about the kid, did you guys see the video go being passed around of what he did in college? He's at Florida. Basically, he was indoor, I guess, the indoor practice field. They taped a uh, Gatorade bottle like up high in the rafters, uh-huh. like in the like in the higher seats. And he sat there. He kicked the damn field goal. Like he kicked the ball like he was kicking a field goal. He kicked it directly at the bottle, and it hit the bottle just right that it spun the cap off. Come on! Holy crap! No, nah, yeah, that that's got to be like that's got to be like a video edit. There's no way. I don't know. I you, you, I'll see if I can find. You, you got to dig that up. I, I don't know that I believe that. I, I hit, Twitter, hit, the, hit, I, hit the bottle. I could believe he hit the bottle, but spun the cap off. Come on, uh-huh. man. Look, my voice got high on that one. I don't Let's believe see. it. Yep, yep, there it is. Gatorade bottle kick. I don't know. That, that feels like that's a that's a made for TV, made for Twitter, made for TikTok creation. Yeah. Side note. And Lindy had a post about it, and God bless if there's any reason to root against the Chiefs, it's that you hope you don't see Jackson Mahomes <laughs> in, mm. anymore. If there's any no. reason, people are going to be like, if you're not a Bengals fan. Or his wife. Yeah, she's she's just as bad on social media. Sure. But if there's anything where you're like, yeah, oh, come on, Joe Burrow is the only one that can save us from Jackson Mahomes' sideline TikTok dances. Like, well, it, what's funny is that I've actually <laughs> read an article where it's like those two have basically personally, uh, by themselves, basically alienated the internet for the Chiefs. Like everybody, yes. everybody just says people don't like the them. I know it's weird. I mean, you knew at some point people would, you know, there's always that rise, the ascent, whether it's a team or a player, and at some point people are like, oh, awesome, we're gonna, we're, you know, we uh, great. And then people get tired of you. You know what I mean? At some point, you're not the underdog. You're not the new guy. You're the, you've won enough bad guy. Or they want somebody new or whatever. Or you have a brother that makes annoying TikTok dances and dances on like dead people's numbers and shit like that. Well, I mean, Tom Brady knows all about that, about being that guy that people just got tired of seeing. Yeah, of course. And you know, what's funny about him is he's been around long enough that people rooted for him and that then people hated him. And now people are like, he's just an an, an inevitability. 
<laughs> you just accept it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just accept it's all right. It's, it's Tom Brady. He's an exception. But yeah, a lot of people have, have are, are certainly like, no, nah, man, I don't want to. I don't want to see Jackson Mahomes and and you know Patrick's wife just stop, go away, uh, which is petty, sure, uh, and certainly fueled by internet trolls and internet shenanigans, but. Well, Man. and it doesn't help that, like, on social media all day long, all she's doing is trashing the other team and then bitching, pissing, and moaning when things don't go her their way and thinking, oh, he was hit too hard. Why doesn't that a flag? Why aren't you protecting him? And it's just like, it's football. He's going to get hit hard. The fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. Mahomes is incredible, but it's yeah. Professional I mean, football. Right. You know, some some of the throws, and, and we'll get to the Bills and the Chiefs, but some of the just the the sidearm throws, some of the some of the throws that dude made in that game were just filthy, just filthy, just filthy. I mean, if um, anybody had a right to bitch, it was Brady taking it on the chin from Von Miller and bl- having a split lip, and the yeah. ref just like the ref's going, "We didn't see anything that made us think it was roughing the passer." No, son of Hockley was like, "Get out of my face with that, man!" You know what I'm saying? Like that was wild. For Brady's first unsportsmanlike uh, flag of, of his career. Honestly, I agree with him just bitching because I've never seen... I mean, he took a fucking helmet to the chin, yeah. which is usually roughing the passer. I, I mean, mean, we've seen look, less. We saw people get flagged for roughing the passer for essentially farting on him this year. Exactly. You know That's what I mean? a true story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all kinds of people. You're just like, he, really? They caught, a, they caught a flag on that? <laughs> he took a helmet to the chin, bro. <laughs> I, I think Arnold almost came on the field when... You know, Brady was started yapping about with flags and stuff. Son of Hockey Lee. Well, at least he didn't do an arm flex <laughs> on that. Yeah, right. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, all right, let, let's let let's finish up this Titans Bengals deal. Uh you know, again, you know, I'm confused or puzzled or whatever about some of the play calling the Titans did. I mean, it certainly came back to bite him in the ass. Not that you can anticipate Tannehill throwing picks. And again, th- that last pick, you know. As you get away from the game, people are just going to remember the fact that it was a pick. You know, I, I don't love the the play calling or the decision making there. Um, it was a great play by the defender, sure, to do that. But they're, they're just—I don't know, man. I just there were it was enough a horrible mo- read. There, it, there was enough moments in that game where Tennessee just did things where you're like, "Really, y'all? That's that's what you chose to do?" Um, yeah. and that I, I think they deserve <clears throat> some grief. Uh, Tannehill is going to be the face of it again. He's the quarterback, and to open the game with a pick and to close essentially close the game with a pick—that's disastrous. You give credit to the Bengals for rolling up there, winning a road playoff game, which they hadn't done. And I mean, they hadn't won a playoff game in forever. They hadn't won a road playoff game, I think, ever. <laughs> yes. Um, I want to say that when they made it to the Super Bowl, they they did it on their home field. They never they had never won a, a road playoff game, so that's both times. Yeah, yeah. B- big kudos to them uh, taking down a one. Uh, by the way, Eli Apple, settle down, bro. Settle down, man. Like it took you a while to figure out and get your NFL bearings. You don't need to hate on every S- team. Simmer that, down, simmer down. Like seriously, dude, save some of that that hostility for your opponent on the football field, dude. Chill, man. Yeah, realize who you got to play Sunday. <laughs> I know you're gonna have your hands full. So, uh, but Mc- you know, go ahead. I was gonna say one stat that really stood out to me, Justin. Mm-hmm. Uh, third downs, Bengals were seven of fifteen. Titans, one of 
eight. Oh, that's awful. That's awful. I mean, that's that is BSC Express right there. One hundred percent, dude. Brutal. Tannehill is the second player in the last forty postseasons with an interception in the final minute of a tie game. I mean, mm. you know, uh, look. I know Vrabel in that post-game press was like, oh, you know, we're going to blame one guy. Man, that, that sounds great in theory. You may not, but fans will. I mean, a red zone, a first pass of the game. You know, it was so funny. Ian Eagle was like, yes, Tannehill has no interceptions the first, last three games. And literally that first play, he throws an interception. As I'm it, like, dude, he jinxed him right off the bat. As if on cue, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's got that when he gets the red zone one and of course the one at the end and you know, I mean <laughs> come on man. I mean that was three points for sure in the red zone, but well, this is how that goes, man. Terrible. What do we call that? The Ryan Leaf Memorial Failhorn back in the day? Didn't yeah. we didn't we rename it for somebody? We did and I've forgotten who. Wow. It's been through quite a few different names. Actually, it, it, it's, this is true. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know that I'm ready to anoint it the Ryan Tannehill failhorn. It's probably still Ryan Leaf, right? I think so. I mean, or, I guess we could call it the Jackson Mahomes Memorial Failhorn. Oh, but. I like that. Yeah, that's pretty well, good. He is a whole lot of fail, that's for sure. He is, but he, I don't really want to mention his name a lot. So, no, that's okay. Uh, yeah, you got a point there. So yeah. we'll just call it the failhorn. But look, if he was on the sideline of Buffalo, man, he might get taken down by the Bildos for real. But then we could oh, play. Dude, I have target practice with his. Ass. Then we could play something like this. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Give me my gut, <laughs> Anyway, sorry, I just needed that. I just wanted to play that soundbite for some rando reason. Uh, but anyway, goddamn <laughs> All right, so uh, final thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah, big letdown for the Titans. Uh, kudos to Burrow. Kudos to Jamar Chase. Um, that's a hell of a job by them, and you know Burrow is the first quarterback taken number one overall to make a conference championship in his first or second season. Wow, that's an incredible thing to have done. That is, yeah, even more so because it's the damn Bengals. <laughs> well, on you know. top of it, also recovering from a torn ACL from the season yes. before. Yeah, yeah. So, he's a straight baller, man. He's got a sweet sunglasses game. <laughs> McPherson obviously is not lacking for confidence, nor is nor is uh, Joe Joe Burrow. And so. I posted that video in the sports brew chat. I did find it. <laughs> All right, I'll have to take a peek at that. But uh, so, I, so I have to. I'm curious. Do you uh-huh. think that if someone brought up the whole idea of him getting sacked nine times, he just is like dilly gaff? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, he he doesn't look like he gives much of a shit, dude. I mean, he's just he's just chill, and that's 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 actually yeah. nice to see. He's just, I mean, he loves his team. He goes out, he plays. You can tell he loves playing the game, and he's yes. just so relaxed. It's it's great to see it. Yeah, legit, man. He, uh, you know, I, I they're they're in. I don't have any affinity whatsoever for the Bengals or for Cincinnati, but it it's a it's a wonderfully compelling story. Their turnaround um, and what he certainly ended up accomplishing in college, and then to, you know, translate some of that success. Like there are people that come off, come across as like arrogant, cocky pricks, right? 
He's definitely confident, but I don't know. He, it's, he, it's there's no real arrogance behind it though. It, it's just right. he's just he's just there. He's like yeah, we you know we won. It's yeah. great. I knew we were gonna win, but it's not like yeah we were gonna blow these guys out. Fuck yeah, these guys. I, I don't know. It, it, at, it, at at some point, if they have a lot of success, people will t- will turn on them and turn on him. But at the moment, he feels like that's. It's like how do you hate on Josh Allen, right? How do you hate on Burrow right now? You can't. Unless you're just like, you just don't like the Bengals. All right, fine. But I mean, what, what a story. What a story. Josh Allen and, and, and Burrow. Uh, Allen and Burrow, man, incredible. I mean, Mahomes was an incredible story. It's just he's reached the point now where people are like, eh. Fuck that guy. Yeah, F, F that dude. <laughs> we don't like your we don't like your Patrick walk. Mahomes is likable. It's just the people around him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's like read your family in, fucker. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but well, yeah, down. But I mean, it's like seeing all these stories about Josh Allen, and you just realize he's just so down to earth, and he cares about his community, and loves the game, and yes. there's just so so much positivity around this guy, and he just and he balls out. Yeah, every Ab- single game. Absolutely. Yep. So we need to get to that game. Minus Jacksonville. Yeah. Minus Jacksonville. All right, any any wrap up thoughts on on the uh, Bengals and the Titans? Are we done with that one? We're done. Okay. All right, let's go ahead and wrap up Rams and Bucks because uh, Rams and Bucks because we need to spend some time with Chiefs and Bills. I will say, like you know, uh, kudos to to the Bucks for finding a way to claw their way back into that game because there was a point early on, and when Worfs <laughs> once Worfs was out, you knew it was going to be problematic, and they they've had a lot to deal with losing Godwin, AB's meltdown. Um, some of the other injuries they've had, but to, to not have Worfs, you knew it was going to be a big deal against the Rams and that defensive front. You knew that was going to be problematic. It's amazing to me <laughs> how hard, <laughs> how hard the Rams tried to give that effing game away, dude. Dude, I, I, you know, I mean, there's a point where it just feels like the Rams are rolling. They're going to run them out of there, and just weird things happen, dude. You know, and and even Cooper Cup, who had obviously super clutch big plays at the end, but had big plays early in the game too. Second quarter, Rams ball third and twenty, and Stafford lobs one up to a wide open Cooper Cup, and you know that dude drops from shake and bake on the defense. Man, all of a sudden it's like a I think it was about a sixty nine yard touchdown. I mean, it's seventeen to three, dude. You're like woo, ho ho, Rams were cooking. So we've seen that before, and look what happened. There. I know, Rams were cooking. Um, and of course, you know, you, you, there's, I think shortly thereafter, Von Miller did stick Brady in the chin, but the Bucks missed a 48, uh, 48 yard field goal. And then Nick Scott picked off, uh, Brady and it just looks like the Rams are going to put it away, man. Uh, and then acres fumbles at the goal line. I mean, just a smidge, man, just a smidge, right? I mean, that was a hell of a defensive play though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bucks end up getting, getting a ball back. You know, it was twenty to three at the half, though, and then you know the Rams get another touchdown to open up the you know in the third quarter. It is twenty-seven to three. You're like, ah, oh, this game's done, son. Mm-hmm. You know, done. And then Cooper Cup has a fumble. Bucks recover, sets up that Fournette touchdown on first and goals, twenty-seven thirteen. And then I was like, oh, okay. Then Brady gets strip sacked by Von Miller, and. You're like, oh, oh, I thought I thought the Bucks had a chance. Oh, nope, nope. Rams ball near the twenty five, near the Bucks twenty five. Nah, this is Dunzo. And 
they snap the ball and it goes flying right past Stafford. I mean, th- this game had some sequences in it that were like, what the hell is going on, dude? Like, Bills Chiefs was crazy, right? But not turnover crazy. Right. Bucks Rams was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> what is going on? I mean, you know? it's not every day you see a team with four fumble losses. No. That's unbelievable, dude. I cannot believe they snapped that ball right past. I mean, Stafford was like not even looking, and ball just goes flying right by him, man. That junk was crazy. That junk yeah, that was shit's, crazy. That shit's on the center because clearly he snapped it well before even Stafford was even calling for the ball. So. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I mean, JPP with the, recover- the uh, recovery, by the way. Good on you. Missing a finger, but came down with the ball. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Then you have that screwy thing where uh, Brady throws deep on 4th and 14 to Mike Evans. It's incomplete, and then Whittle hits him in the face. I I will say, not that I want the officials to over-officiate games. It is interesting to me, though, that whether... Maybe the best thing is that it is, you know, the play's done and goodbye. But it's odd to me that you could essentially have a, you know, a flag for unnecessary roughness. I mean, you figure it's essentially a personal foul, right? Right. And if that was a quarterback, that'd be a first down, dude. Yep. And it's odd to me that because it's a wide receiver, they're like, eh, oh, well, incomplete. Sorry, tweet, Rams ball. (laughs) You know what I mean? You hit him in the face. It almost. That that was was almost like. Right straight to the chin. He yeah. popped him. That almost, like, to me, that's almost like, well, is that an incentive to pop somebody? That's, that's where you have to force the ref to make the call. And if they don't call it, then you don't call it. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those that it's playoff football. And, and I don't at the know end of the day, force his hand. I don't know if I buy their explanation. Because it didn't, because the ball had just hit the ground a split second before he hit him, it's, after the play, and I'm just like, it don't. It. I just my my grievance with it is is, is if that was a look, it's a personal foul, right? Unnecessary roughness. So why do you get a free shot? Because that's what they got. They got a free shot. I mean, I mean, we're right. all about if, free if shots here at the sports brew. I but, mean, bro, you're, you're right. If it's a quarterback, it's roughing the passer. Automatic first down, right? But. But player safety, man. Player, we care I'm, about our yeah, players. I'm, I'm just saying, like in in the grand scheme, does does not feel like arbitrarily weird. Yes, it does. You yes. know, I, it it wasn't <clears throat> the most egregious hit I've ever seen, but he did hit him in the face. I was gonna say, defenseless receiver, like literally, he just dropped the yeah. ball and the dude popped him in the face. I mean, it it feels like realistically, you should not reward the defense for a late no. hit to the dude's face. Mm-mm. That's one, you know. Uh, and, I, and I remember having a conversation. I think I was I was texting like mad with Jesse during that game, and uh, that's probably one of my favorite parts of the weekend. Man, I had like Twitter was firing up, uh, our sports brew chat was firing up. I had multiple text conversations going. It was crazy. I like I had so many conversations going. Like I was like watching the game, then I was like <laughs> game text, game thread, game chat. Game. It was nuts, man. Uh, it was it was a great great great. Uh, weekend of football for sure 
fandom pain aside, <laughs> uh, very dramatic, but I, I don't, I don't know that, that one, that one's a mixed bag for me. I, you know, I mean, he didn't catch it, so you don't necessarily want to reward that, but it, it just feels like the defense ends up getting a free shot. And that's a weird thing to me. I mean, that would be a cheap, that'd be a shitty first down, but maybe you replay the down. I don't know. There's got to be something better than that. I think I'd rather, I, I, I think it, you know, let him replay the down. You know, maybe don't make it a first, but something. I don't know. He hit him in the face. I'm just saying, like, if that, if that, if, if somebody hit Tom, well, I guess Son of Hockley wasn't going to call it, but if, <laughs> if, if, if you had rough in the passer in that moment, that's a first down, dude, regardless yep. of the outcome of the play. That just, I don't know. That, that seems inequitable. So, yeah, a little odd. Um, and, and obviously the, the, the Bucks end up coming back. Uh, you had another Acres fumble, which is just unbelievable. Stripped by and uh, you know Sue on that, and then they had that, you know, that play by Brait, which I really thought was a first down. By the way, uh, it was ruled short fourth, and it just didn't matter. And I, I was convinced there was going to be a quarterback sneak because you know it's Tom Brady, dude. It, it probably oh, the, of course the best. Isn't that what they were planning for? Yeah. And then they yeah right. It's what it looked like, wasn't it? They're they're like I mean I think arguably the best quarterback sneaker of all time, yes. arguably. And we were like, yep, quarterback snake. No, it's Fournette. And he bounced right out. I forget. Somebody dove at him and almost had him by the feet or the shoestrings. But he bounced out. Nine-yard touchdown, man. 27-27. It was a hell of a call because everybody thought it was going to be the sneak. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, nope. No, yeah, that, that was brilliant. It, it was. It was, a gr- it was a great call. It was great pl- a great call, great execution. Rams had the ball. They had no timeouts, man. Um, and I think the Bucks. When you get down to it, the Rams made enough mistakes to let the Bucks get back in. The Bucks executed, got back in, and they had some opportunities there late. And oh. I, I just you have to give kudos to Stafford for sure. But look, it's the Rams ball. They got no timeouts, man. Stafford hit, hits Cup on a second and eleven. Dude gets out of bounds. The, the damn DB falls down, bro. And then you have this cluster fuck cover zero thing going on, where clearly not everybody was like, oh, it's cover zero, okay. <laughs> you know, they screwed the pooch and Stafford. Yeah, let, let, let's put a safety on the best receiver in the game. Let's have cover zero with where everybody doesn't blitz. You know, <laughs> like what happened? David was out there in the middle of the field like, yo, what up? Who am I covering? Like, go, bro. I, I don't know what broke down, but something broke down from a communication standpoint because they clearly didn't know what everybody else on that field was doing. So kind of a tough tough deal but Stafford and, and, and the the bad you know the bad thing for Tampa is is that you know the kicker for the Rams you know had hurt himself from warm-up so it's not like he was going to crank it he missed a 47 yarder short earlier yeah. so yep just, yeah. just keep it in front of you and don't let them get down to literally the only way you're going to lose is if they go over the top and you can't let them do and that. that's what they did 44 yard bomb to Cooper Cup I, I can't believe you would call cover zero in that spot Unless you are think you can get the turnover and try to get the win, yeah. but at that point, I'm playing for overtime because all the momentum's on your side. Right. I mean, it, yeah, but it just feels like they blew that. I, I don't mind aggressiveness. I do mind stupidity. Right? Yes. I don't mind aggressiveness. I do mind stupidity, and that felt like that was just Beyond a mis- a, a mismatch, a fail. And yeah, I mean, dude, dude missed a forty-seven. 
Like, come on, man. Um, I loved Stafford talking about uh, that route that Cooper ran, that that uh, Cooper Cup ran as a love of the uh, for the love of the game route because <laughs> you almost you almost never get the ball, right? You're just clearing out other areas. Mm-hmm. Well, they blitzed. They didn't do a good enough job. He heaved that sucker up there. It clutched up. Bam, forty four yard gain to Cooper Cup sets up the field goal. Man, unreal to me. Yeah. So Stafford, by the way, that is his 43rd career game-winning drive in the fourth quarter or overtime, which since his rookie season, when he was drafted, he was drafted in 09. That's the most by any quarterback since 09. That doesn't shock me because, yeah. I mean, let's be honest, Detroit was always playing from behind anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. That's true. A lot. But I don't know. Kudos to the Rams for getting out with Dawn. I will say I, I don't know what's going to happen with Brady. None of us really do. I don't know that I believe he's going to retire. I think he's got one more year in him. Uh, obviously, some pressures on the home front could alter that. But he's not done. And um, I'd like to believe that he said 45 and he'll do 45. Obviously, it's good to take a little time, decompress, think about some things. But I, I hope that's not the end of him. Um, I'd like, I'd like to think he's got one, one more run it back year. And, you know, it's tough to think of how, you know, how much of an impact that the injuries and AB's stupidity had on them. Not that like, not that Brady needs another ring. He doesn't, he's got enough, but I don't think that's the out that you want. Now, granted, most players don't get the out that they want. And mm-hmm. he arguably had the opportunity to be like, I want a Super Bowl. Peace out. He elected not to. So he won a Super Bowl. He beat Belichick. He's beaten all thirty-two teams. Yeah, it, there's really um, there's nothing left other than longevity and records. Yeah, That's and the it. only thing I thought, like with him coming back this year, I always thought that maybe he would go for, you know, all the individual records this year, mm-hmm. get the three-peat, and then next year go for the three-peat, which no one had ever done. But since he's not going to get the three-peat. You almost have to see what you're going to do and for next year just to see where you're standing because Godwin was on a, a franchise deal. Yeah, I, you know, Godwin obviously misses out on his big payday to some extent. I mean, he, he might still get something from somebody, but it won't be what it was. Um, yeah, so, I mean, if Brady, yes, he's going to listen to the family. I mean, I, I've listened to him for a couple days now, and th- this is – gotten further to the r word than i actually anticipated yeah i mean it feels like he like he was like well if you start talking about it you might as well retire like he feels like he was one of those guys but Mm -hmm. here it is and here he is now we all know it's closer to the you know to the end of the beginning we know that i just i'm i don't think i'm ready to be like yeah you're done man go away I don't think he's done because he led the league in passing this year i just i just don't know if he wants to be and touchdowns. I just don't know, like, after the way this year ended. And he's got to take some time. And he will. And they'll let him. They'll let but him take as he, long as he needs, man. But, you know, is this – after the way this year ended, is this something he wants to do again? Does he want to run it back? Like, and who are your pieces? Evans, are you going to get Gronk back? Are you going to get God? You can Gronk back. Gronk, if, if, if Brady's back, Gronk's back. So yeah, that's the other thing, man. Because if Brady retires, and like, 
what if Gronk's like, all right, bro, I'm out. Like then Gronk's gone too. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I'm not ready for that. I'm pretty sure that'll happen though. Yeah, it it feels like they would walk off together. I don't, you know, I don't almost know. have to, you know, right? That's it, kind of like how that should. It, go. it would be fitting for them to go into the Hall of Fame together. Yeah, you know, it really would be, uh-huh. and and they're both they're both they're both first ballots. I mean, there's no doubt, there's no question. They're they oh should, yeah, they should be easy, unanimous, essentially unanimous first ballots in. Uh, Brady, obviously, if, if anybody ever deserved a perfect Hall of Fame vote out of the gate, it's Brady. Um, you might have somebody dissent on Gronk for whatever reason, but that they should go in together. I just, I don't, I hope it's not his last year. I mean, if, if it is, then so be it. I, he's certainly earned that right. He's done enough. He's so, you know I mean? Like, what else do you say? You know, there, and, 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 and of course, you know, everybody was like, oh, yeah, but whatever. Like, they're going to come back. And then people are like, oh, well, 28-3. And then lo and behold, like by some weird, you know, gift of the football gods are like, hey, guys, <laughs> you know, they, they get back into that. Man. That that game was crazy. And, and look, um, this was the best weekend, like playoff weekend I can remember. You know, uh, whether it's wild card, whether it's divisional, uh, once the once you start, get you know, Super Bowl that's a that's a standalone game, AFC and NFC Championship game. I don't know, there's two games, it's a little different, but wild card and divisional. This feels like the best playoff weekend I can remember in a while, maybe um, ever. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's so dramatic. You got three essential, essentially a walk off field goal victories. And then another game that went down to the very end. You know, are there flaws in all in, in all these games? Yeah, sure. But so dramatic, so compelling. And I feel like everybody's like, yeah, by the time you got to the end of Bill's Chiefs, people are like, no, I don't want this to be over yet. What is going on? You know, and uh, it, it just tells you how exciting the weekend was, how fantastic it was. And yeah, it Rams looked like they were going to run them off the field in the Bucks to get back into it. I mean, it's just just crazy. But what an incredible, incredible round of football. Um, TV ratings were obviously through the roof. Social media was bananas. My every any any social media whatever that I was active on was just crazy. Yeah. And uh, you know, I had phone calls. We had text messages. I mean, it was just it was nuts. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. It definitely it, that that was the classic. I don't want this week in the end kind of deal. It was that good. It was that good, man. So, all right. Uh, any other uh, wrap up thoughts on Rams and Bucks? No, no, no. All right. That was just that was you know that was an insane fourth quarter. But uh, we're about to go into the most insane fourth. Quarter oh, by far. Yeah. Oh, by far. Yeah, I'll tell you what, if they're obviously losing John Madden this year is, is it's tough, you know, missing him. Uh, and, and we can criticize the Bills Chiefs for some defensive deficiencies, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I, I, you can't tell me that imagining John Madden calling this game isn't just a hoot, <laughs> you know? I love the aggressiveness by Buffalo out of the gate, man. Going for it uh, twice on fourth down in their first drive. Uh, they knew. They knew what they were up against, man. They knew what they were up against, and they went for it. Um, you, you can go back and forth on this game with big plays and clutch moments and 
fourth down conversions, third down conversions. I mean, it, it's just it, it's crazy. Josh Allen out there picking up, uh, you know, just yards through the air, yards on the ground, taking hits. I mean, just Gabriel Davis was a beast. Josh Allen was a beast. And some of the throws, some of the moments they had, just it just nuts to me, man. I and mean, you got, you know, in the second quarter, you got Allen essentially backpedaling and just absolutely firing off a missile to Davis for for a touchdown, seventy five yards in a minute and fifteen seconds. You know, I mean, th- this game was just crazy good and crazy intense. Was it a defensive slugfest? The answer is no. <laughs> you know, was it a defensive beat up? The answer is definitely no. Still but no. I, but I feel, I feel like, you know, if people want to criticize the defenses, fine. But I thought, I, I personally believe what we witnessed was absolutely near-perfect quarterback play. You know, and and those defenses, yeah. But later on in the game, they were definitely gassed, right? But some of those, some of the plays that they made, that Mahomes made, that Allen made, oh my gosh. they were in the right defense, right? I mean, there was a throw that Mahomes had where he's on the run and he side arms it, and the ball barely goes past the arms of the defender that's jumping up in front of him. You know what I mean? Like it's. It, it it that's just a ridiculous play. It's an incredible play. What do you want? I mean, this game was just chock full of ridiculousness. This game was chock full of, you know, about the most perfect quarterback play that you will ever see from two quarterbacks in the same game. It it was just amazing, and and. To piggyback off of that thought, Justin, zero turnovers by both teams. Zero. zero. Mahomes had 378 passing yards, 75% completion, zero interceptions, 69 rushing yards. Allen, 329 passing yards, 73% completion rate, zero interceptions, 68 rushing yards. All right. This is the first time ever in the postseason that both quarterbacks are over a 70% completion rate and lead their teams in rushing. And have no turnovers. It has never, ever happened, period, end of story. Nuts. Nuts. Gabriel Davis, 201 receiving yards, four touchdowns. First Fucking player in NFL history for, for receiving touchdowns. In filthy. In a, a loss. And that, that's, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. 25 points were scored in the final two minutes of the fourth quarter. That's the most in any game in, in NFL playoff history. It's the, and that, it's the second just, most in any game of any kind in the Super Bowl era. <laughs> I mean, you can just like like there's just like this laundry list of things that are amazing from this game. And again, people want to criticize the defenses, but I think you essentially got perfect quarterback play. I mean, that first that the touchdown with two minutes to go to Davis was on a fourth and thirteen. Hits him for a 27-yard touchdown. And then that two-point conversion to Diggs, are you kidding me? Ridiculous. Gabriel Davis, by the way, broke the ankles of that DB on that 4th and 13. Oh, yeah, Gabriel Davis, I mean, he okey-doke that dude, went down. I cannot believe (laughs) that they gave up a touchdown on 4th and 13. Oh, he made that boy look bad. Bro. He roasted him. Uh, you know, Gabriel Davis was roasting people. Tyreek Hill was roasting people. I mean, there, there, there was a minute 11 left in that game, and Mahomes fired off that bullet to Hill, and Hill just hauled 
off across the field from the DBs, cuts up. He's just dropping a piece on on his way into the end zone. That was a 64-yard touchdown. Angles, it's just straight geometry. He just uses the angles. Dude, it's like playing pool, man. English, bro. <laughs> like, I, I mean, you could just go. This game has so many plays that are so ridiculous. Um, and, you know, Mahomes was picking up yardage on the ground. Like, you're like, whoa. People are scrambling. Uh, that run that uh, uh, I think it was the first quarter, it was third and five from the eight. Mahomes was scrambling all over the place. Finally takes off to Oz for the pylon, dude, to tie it up 7-7. I mean, both quarterbacks were incredible. Yeah. I I, I got to tell you, man, I, I hated to watch someone lose that game. Yeah. I, uh, I really, I, it, it gutted me because I felt I felt horrible for Josh Allen and Buffalo. Yes. Because they played their freaking hearts Ass out. off. I believe Ryan Clark said something like, Neither of these offenses deserve to lose, but neither of these defenses deserve to win. <laughs> and I laugh. Defense, what's that? Yeah, I, well, I, I will give KC a, a slight pass because they did lose a honey badger early. And they that did. did affect the back end of that defense. They did. They did. They're lucky they didn't lose anybody else considering uh, Allen ran Ward over. Like, I mean, oh, he just trucked his ass. Yeah, he trucked. Yeah, he did. Josh Allen feels like Cam Newton running and, and I don't know, insert elite quarterback throwing. I mean, his growth from his rookie season to this point is just amazing. It's kind of like what you thought Cam would be. Yes. You know? Josh Allen is what you thought Cam Newton was going to turn into and didn't. I mean, I mean I, I, granted, I, I, Cam, Newton, Cam Newton at his best at his peak certainly had a hell of a career. Don't get me wrong. But – what Josh Allen has evolved into is, uh, and we, we joked around about it in the in the chat. I mean, he's a he's a cheat code, dude. <laughs> like, he he's a cheat is. code, man. Some of those scrambles, some of the times that it looked like the 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 Chiefs had that man dead to rights with Lyman jumping after him, and he oh. would he would get away and somehow just try to buy time and then run away and then picked up first downs. Whether he ran for them, whether he threw bullets. What I mean, it was it was just unbelievable. Yeah, that two point conversion was definitely uh, definitely a cheat code. <laughs> just just ridiculous, dude. I, I will. Um, I don't know if you guys uh, saw it or not, but they I guess they did the replay from like the end zone and just like uh-huh. slowed it down a couple of times. Uh-huh. And just the angles and what he did and what Diggs did. I mean, you you couldn't script it if you tried. No, you literally, it was just uh, just amazing. It's yeah. it's on Twitter. Go find it and I, it just, no, I mean, just the insanity of this game. It, just the fourth quarter alone is like an entire football game of stuff, dude. Oh my god! I mean, it really is. I mean, you go from uh, Tyreek Hill busting loose on a kickoff return. Chiefs getting a field goal going up 26 to 21. Um, you get the Bills drive and you get all kinds of fourth down pickups. You get that Gabriel Davis touchdown, which is filthy. You get the digs, two point conversion. It's 29 26. You get that uh, that Mahomes bullet to Tyree Kill and that 64 yard touchdown to make it. And that was a mi- like roughly at a minute, a minute and 11 seconds. 33, 21, 33 to 29 Chiefs at that point. Under a minute to go, the Bills. Um, are just moving the ball. You you get Davis, you get Emmanuel Sanders. 
It's a 19-yard touchdown from from Josh Allen to Davis. Makes the 36 to 33 Bills. You got 13 seconds to go, and we, we can argue about this in a second. But the Bills kick it out of the end zone. Chiefs have all three of their timeouts, and 13 seconds. Mm-hmm. I want you to uh, number one. I hope like hell Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott watched into this game and took some fucking notes. <laughs> Actually, they, I hope hopefully they watched a lot of these games and took some notes, learn how to manage end game sequences. But 13 seconds, <laughs> man. Uh, he hits Hill and he hits Kelsey for big gains. Uh, they got three timeouts, which is you know a gift in that moment. And Bucker comes in and bangs through the field goal to make it 36 36, and. You know, obviously we have the overtime question, which we have to argue about for a moment. Allen called called tails, man. It's heads. It's Chiefs ball, and I think all of us kind of felt like in the moment, it's over. It, whoever got the ball first, you, you just that's it, dude. Yeah, it, it was going to take take some Herculean effort to to oust that, and the Chiefs went right down the field. McKinnon, Hardman. And that absolutely ridiculous eight-yard touchdown to Kelsey uh, where he was able to keep his feet in bounds and bring it in for the win and make it 42-36. Just, just ridiculous. And I love this line from Andy Reid. He was talking to Mahomes at the end of the game, and he said, when it's grim, I'm paraphrasing, but when it's grim, be the grim reaper. I mean, it's, it's like, God bless, dude. Really? Andy Hell Taylor. yeah. <laughs> Get it done, bro. Randy, what were you getting ready to say? Well, I was, what I was getting ready to say is just um, it, the whole thing, just everything was just insane. It, the fact that it seemed like every team had a shot at a knockout blow, mm-hmm. and it didn't matter. Yep. Everybody, They just kept coming back and coming back and coming back. And, uh, yeah, with that, I remember just sitting there watching that, watching that throw to Kelsey in overtime. I mean, I was actually so uh, – I was actually so upset – for uh for buffalo actually punched the wall wow yeah like it was one of the i mean now granted yes i have a strong dislike for the chiefs i mean that's that's pretty obvious but i actually felt worse for the fact that buffalo just wasn't going to get a chance yeah and it really upset me to that point where i was just like this is bullshit and and the thing is is this this the same exact thing that happened to the chiefs against the patriots yep and you're getting games like this where basically they're leaving it all out on the field. The defenses are gassed. No one can do anything. So it's just knockout blow up. It's haymaker after haymaker after haymaker. And yep. it ends like that. And it just doesn't feel right. So it's a bad taste in your mouth. So let me, let me do the, um, the uh, Justin famous line of ifs and ands or and all that if, stuff. If, if some butts were candy nuts, every day be Christmas. All right. So what if you, got you had a choice of these two things, uh-huh. would you rather have squib kicked with 13 seconds to try to kill a couple seconds? Or in this day and age of analytics, you know, all these freaking math nut jobs, when you score the touchdown, would you have considered going for two to make it a four point game and force them to have to score a touchdown? Once and for all to beat you. No, I, I think with that, with them, you can't risk them beating you in a field goal. I, I think I think you had to go one point. Um, I, I like what I like where you're going. A different team, maybe them. No, not with Butker. Not at home. Squib it. 
I, I, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the most reasonable position there is that you squib kick it. I'm surprised that they didn't, unless they just said we don't want any chance in hell that Tyree Kill is going to get this fucking ball. But but was he back there to receive the kick? No, I, I, no, I he was. wasn't. I didn't think he was, so that's why. I was oh, okay, just, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe that was. I, mean, I know Hardman burned him, but yeah, Hardman would, did. At that point, like I will take a little bit of a burn if you knock down like five six seconds. I mean, if he'd have gotten a long return, I mean that—that's what she said, bro. <laughs> and I mean, I get it now. We've got the whole well, you can't leave 13 seconds on the clock for Patrick Mahomes. Let's be honest. Let's look at it from the actual standpoint here. Of he had three timeouts. It's not like 13 seconds and no timeouts. And well, you're bro, right. The, the Buffalo defense was really soft. I mean, that was brutally soft. Look. Not only did they kick it out of bounds, not only did, was there 13 seconds, not only did they have three timeouts, you also have a team that's been together, and you got Kelsey over there talking to, you know, Hill and saying, "Hey, you know, if they do this, you know, they're 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 they have chemistry together. Mm-hmm. They're doing adjustments on the fly." Between the quarterback, the tight end, and the wide receiver, they have they have, you know, th- they know each other. That's why you have audio when Mahomes is screaming, "Do it, Kells!" That's because they're making adjustments. All right, Travis Kelsey told Mahomes if the Bills lined up in a certain way, to that the seam was going to be there. It was going to be open, and he was going to take it up the seam. You can hear Mahomes screaming, do it, Kells, before the snap. They made an adjustment on the fly. Yeah. And, and you know, there, there's audio of Kelsey talking to, to Tyreek Hill saying, hey, do this because, you know, I'll, I'll essentially he's like, I'm going to block for you. And that's what they did. I mean, that's incredible. That's incredible. That Those are I'll be well coached. Well, they're well coached, but those are teammates that know each other. Yeah, that's true. That know each other and that have the communication part down. Yeah, be the Grim Reaper. There you go. Kelsey, Mahomes, Tyreek Hill. They were the Grim Reapers, man. Well, that's why I made the comment earlier that with the Packers, you they you can't really win with just throwing it to two guys unless no. you're the Chiefs. <laughs> Yeah, slightly well, yeah, slightly different. Um, right. But I tell you what, Green Bay could have really used the tight end, man. Woo! I was telling Matt earlier. I was like, if Tunyon had been healthy, chances are you guys win. I tell boy, boy, I'm so glad they didn't draft a wide receiver in that wide receiver rich round. That wide <laughs> receiver rich. About that too. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm so glad they traded up to get Jordan fucking Love, man. Instead of I don't know somebody like Justin Jefferson, somebody like Ayuk, Ayuk. Oh yeah, I mean what a great use of resources. Thanks y'all. That's why I didn't buy another share of Packers stock. I got one. That's enough. I don't need. I don't need another one. That's a good cunt. Yeah, um, that was. I mean, it's, it's it, revisionist retrospect, rearview mirror, twenty twenty hindsight. But what a, what a waste! What a waste of a fucking pick, right? Mm. What a waste! Because they need they need somebody else. 
they needed Dylan to pick up tough yards in the ground. And once he's gone, you needed somebody else to pick other tough yards up. Tanyan would have been nice, but I mean, think about some of the people they could have had that they just didn't take. That year was was just swimming with some other talent, and they <laughs> wasted that on Jordan Love, man. God. But no, anyway, I will I will say I'm but, not I'm not the huge I'm not like the biggest. Obviously, I'm not the biggest fan of Mahomes, but I will give him credit for going out there after the game and hunting down Josh Allen. Just that was so nice to be, see. That was so nice to like, see. Like, you know, we're going to be doing this forever. Like, you know, having the whole Batman Joker kind of thing is like, we're going this, we're going to be each other's foil forever. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, I think they're only a year apart. Right. Yeah. And clearly you've got stable organizations. You've got strong fan bases. Um, some of this is going to come down to how they manage the cap. Kelsey's got some years on them. I don't know how long he has. Um, before his body breaks down, but uh, he's not done yet, but he's certainly in the back stretch. Cheetah, we'll see how long his body holds up and his speed holds up um, and how, how often he can get away with doing deuces in people's faces. I'm not sure, but yeah. Mahomes, that's, that's, that's the type of shit to get you laid out because some dude went, could. I don't like what you just did. Yeah, yeah. could, but, but Mahomes is filthy. So, you know, I mean, as long as you have that base and you can draft competently, you're going to be in it. But, you know, Tyreek Hill and Kelsey are special, too. Mahomes is phenomenal, but Hill and Kelsey are special. They're not just, you know what I mean? Uh, we can talk about guys that are elevators, and we've we've had lots of podcasts over the years talking about quarterbacks that elevate their team, and that's true. There's also people that are legit special. And Tyreek Hill, personal misgivings aside, special. Travis, Kelsey, special. Just is. And it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard to replace those two dudes. You know, it's going to be really tough. But yeah, I love seeing that post game. Mahomes didn't have to do that. But them, you know, him running down and finding Allen, I thought that I thought that was great, man. That's an acknowledgement of what they just did, uh, all they went through to to finish that game off. Um, incredible, and yeah, it sets the stage for you know these rivalries that are next and keep in mind this is the first year since what 2009 that Rodgers or Brady aren't in you know a championship game That's it's weird insane. you got you know think about all the people that have either pieced out or are gonna piece out like last year this year Sean Payton by the way nice rando retirement from the Saints like what happened yeah he pieced out he said fuck this man I, I Jameis got me some crab legs I'm out see <laughs> See you later, Taysom. Taysom Hill? What? <laughs> what? No. Taysom Hill, I'm out, bro. I mean, I hate to, I was gonna mm-hmm. say, I hate to say it, but I, I think the Saints just aren't going to be, even though they do have talent on that roster, I just don't think they're going to be that good next year because I think Peyton's coaching style really helped elevate that team. And oh, Of course know, it did. I, I, don't, I don't know if they can find anybody that's going to be good enough no. to even give them even those extra – two or three wins that no, Peyton's it, style it, would give them. Not this year, man. Um, and losing Peyton right now is brutal. Um, that's going to be really tough. Uh, they've got to, uh, they, they've absolutely got an uphill climb because you got to sort out the quarterback. Uh, you got to sort out the cap. And that, that rebuild. Yeah, yeah, they're they're at rebuild o'clock, man. So their hands are going to be full. Uh, uh, good luck on that. I mean, it, look, all these teams and, and – you know, you can get bitter or be pissed off about how much playoff success you have. 
And the reality is that yeah, Brady and the Patriots completely skewed and screwed everybody else. Because all these fan bases have these absolutely fucking delusional ideas about what playoff success is. <laughs> Dude, it's hard, bro. It Think about all the people hard, that only got one. I mean, Drew Brees only has one ring. Dan Marino's got zero. Elway lost a lot of Super Bowls until the very end, right? Mm -hmm. Favre has one. One, one, lost one. You know, Montana is an exception. The Redskins back in the day, three different Super Bowls, three different quarterbacks. That was about the team and the O line. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's a oh, different yeah. it's a different era. You know, uh, uh, Roethlisberger and the Steelers, for as good as they were, how many rings does he have? Two. He got two. Two mm -hmm. went to a third. Lost the other one. Kurt Warner. I mean, ha how good were the Cardinals at their peak with Kurt Warner and Fitzgerald? They got denied by completely re amazing defensive plays. Kurt Warner has been in three of the best Super Bowls Amazing. of all time. I mean, greatest yeah. show on turf, he, man. And he got one yeah. ring out of it. Yeah, I'm just like it. It's not, you know, uh, we can pile on, you know, Green Bay for only having two Super Bowls in 30 years, bro. There's a lot of teams that got a big bunch of nothing. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, it's 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 hard to win. It's well, really it, it's. You know, you got to get to the show to have a chance. Mm -hmm. But after that, man, it's tough. Look, Peyton Manning was incredible. How many rings is, How many rings did he get with the Colts? One. One. Now, you had a fluke injury thing. That's not Peyton's fault. But, he, you know, obviously he finished his career with Denver and got a couple of rings with that. You know, Eli, a, a couple of rings. You can argue about the team and some other things. That, that's fine. But... I'm just saying, man, like it is, it is tough. And outside of those two years where the Giants won the Super Bowl, that the, they were terrible in the playoffs. <laughs> they were terrible. They were awful, dude. Yeah. It, it is hard to win playoff football. You know, it's hard. Think about how good the Ravens have been for years. And they somehow managed to win a fucking Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer. <laughs> like, right? They had an all time level. Uh. They had an all-time level defense. Did they did they get another Super Bowl out of that? Nope. Nope. One. I mean, look at the '85 Bears with that all-time defense. One. Well, one. they did get one at the end for Ray Lou, but yeah, well, uh, yeah, they sure they they did, but that that took somebody cut the power in the stadium <laughs> and screwing screwing Randy and the Niners, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I still can't believe the power went out at the Super Bowl. That's still nuts to think about. That is pretty crazy yeah. to think about. That's wild. I mean, it is really, really difficult. And so, go ahead. To piggyback off of that thought, mm -hmm. those of us of a certain age have seen Buffalo in the 90s. Yep. Oh, yeah. Four consecutive Super Bowls. And the way this game was going, and then when you saw the overtime toss, uh -huh. you're just like, not again. Like, come on, man. This, this, you know, and we, we have some fun with like the buildos and all that, but like, we do. Th this, this fan base is actually pretty cool. You know, like when Andy Dalton got him the, got him to the playoffs that one year and they made all those donations to mm -hmm. his uh, foundation and, and they've, and they've done some other things for some other players. I mean, they they're have. really, they're really good fan base and I, I would like to see them win one one day. I really, one day. I mean, if they can keep that core together offensively, I think they'll get there. It's yeah. just it's just getting over that hump, finally getting that monkey off their back. That's called the Kansas City Chiefs. And right. Well, that's going to be the next big obstacle, although. And my exercise that demon. 
Although clearly the Colts with Rodgers and Devontae, they're going to ruin it for everybody in the AFC. That would be sick. (laughs) Well, and and let me say this. Uh Two things that that probably show up big to me just looking at the the stats here. Mm -hmm. Singletary only got 10 carries, 26 yards. Now, granted, Josh Allen was otherworldly. I get that. Right, right. Would have liked to see Singletary get about 15, 15 to 20. And Diggs, three for seven, dude. Come on. Well, they, he, he was too busy feeding Gabriel Davis. I mean, uh, dear Green Bay, if you ever see a justification for why you need a really good fucking number two, look at that game. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, the number two went off for 201 and four touchdowns. The number three got six for 60, while the number one got three for seven. So, well, and I think that had to do with the scheme more or less than anything that Kansas City was doing defensively. Yeah, but I mean, they took away Diggs, and and Allen had other options. That's the thing. It's like you need to beat you need to beat us without your best player, and Allen just was like, challenge accepted. I, I look, look, if Devontae and Rodgers go to go to Denver or Indianapolis. That's going to be a stacked and packed offensive, uh, offensive like just room. It's going to be ridiculous. I mean, yeah, because he's got options either team. You go with that running game with Taylor as well, and you got Pittman, and then all those tight ends. Filthy, going to be filthy. I mean, same for Denver. They got a good running game. They got solid receivers that could be a good. No, they don't. They suck. Yeah, forget Denver, man. Forget Denver. Man. Chan all is Indy. just like, shut all the Indy. fuck up. I just all let Indy. me have my dream. Damn that's right. It. All Indy. All Indy. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Could you imagine the matchups, though? Think think about the games that they could have, like Rodgers versus Mahomes twice a year, Rodgers versus yeah. Herbert yeah. twice a year. Those would be some phenomenal games. It, it would be great. And, uh, you know, it would be a nice way for all the underachieving blasts that have been dropped on him. For not getting it done in Green Bay, if he could go somewhere and and have you know the next two or three years and finish strong, maybe get a ring out of it. It's just different. Like there's something about going from one Super Bowl ring to two that really is it. It just it's hugely important. Yeah, one you you'd love to have one. Ask Marino, but if you can get off of one and get to two, huge deal. Huge. Because it just moves you into rarefied air. Look, nobody in their right mind is going to argue that anybody is the GOAT other than Brady or Montana. That's it. It's style points other than that. You can talk about you know who has the this best arm talent or blah, 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 blah. But, you know, Brady's got the accolades falling out the wazoo. Most people would certainly look at Peyton as the best football mind ever. Uh, you, we can talk about the most gifted passer or all these other things. We obviously have, hopefully, a 10 to 15 years left of Mahomes and Allen. But, man, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I You know, it's amazing. I, I'm still stoked. Several days later, I'm still just <laughs> wound up from this weekend of football. <laughs> it's amazing to me. It was cruel that we only got four games that were I know. this amazing. All right. And yeah. Yeah. And I will say, look, I, I know there's a lot of back and forth about the overtime rules. I'm glad that it doesn't just end on a field goal anymore because that was bullshit. I will say this. I hope that the NFL reconsiders the overtime rules. And it's not simply because it was 
a game, you know, an exciting game. That was an outlier of a football game. That's like a, a once a decade or once every 20 years kind of game. You're not going to see stuff like that very, very frequently, if hardly ever. But uh, what I would like to see is this, okay? The first team, whatever they do, barring a defensive score, then we're talking purely about offense, okay? If you turn it over, throw a pick, pick six, whatever, if you turn it over, that's on you. Both teams have possessed the ball. The game can end, however. But if a team wins the coin toss and they go and score a field goal, a touchdown, kick an extra point, two-point conversion, whatever it is, whatever you do, the other team has the opportunity to match or exceed what you do. So if you get a field, if you get zero, obviously anything wins. If you get three, got to get a touchdown. If you get a touchdown and an extra point, that other team has the option to do touchdown extra point, right? To tie you, to match you, then it's sudden right. death. Or or they can go for a two-point conversion and be like, let's go win this bitch, right? Because we don't want them to get the ball back. I would love that strategic element. I think that's the most reasonable way. If you don't want to say, well, you got 10 minutes, boom, at least in the playoffs. Maybe the regular season's a smidge different, but in the playoffs? Playoffs! <laughs> <laughs> to, to put... I know a lot of the purists will say, well, defense is part of the game. Your defense would stop them. That sounds great in theory. The rules favor the offenses. You're talking, obviously, again, this game is an outlier. Two of the most, you know, I, I mean, what they did was unbelievable, and you'll, you'll probably never see another game like that. And if you do, it won't be many. One, two, I mean, who knows? That, that's a rare treat. Casey uh, Buffalo next year. Well, uh, yeah, I'm sure, there's a high probability they'll meet next year, but that kind of game, ridiculous. Uh, well, if they give us another one of those, people are just going to be salivating every time they have a chance to see them play in the playoffs. They're going to be hoping for it. And maybe that happens. But either way, an incredible experience. So some of it might be some recency bias, but this was an issue for the Chiefs and New England. What, 2018, 2019? Whatever that was. This was an issue for the Falcons and the Patriots in the Super Bowl, right? I think the Patriots would have won no matter what they did. They had all the momentum at the end. But I, I think the simplest solution, if you're not going to give them a, a period of time, is just to say, hey, that team won the coin toss. They they do what they do. You have to match or, or exceed what they do. So field goals. Playoffs only, though, Yeah, right? play, playoffs only. Yeah, yeah, playoffs only. So zero, anything works. Touchdown, if they do an extra point, you can either match them and it goes to sudden death, or you go, all right, we got you got a touchdown and an EP, we got a touchdown, we're going for two, F you, dude, we're putting this thing to bed. Because I think you still have that, that intensity. Look, if there's a lot of resistance to changing the rule, maybe you leave this alone in the regular season, right? Maybe you don't absolutely have to change this for the regular season, but... I think you yeah. can stick with the current rules in a regular season, but in the playoffs, playoffs, mm-hmm. I think I think <laughs> you need playoffs. I think you need to modify. We talking about practice? I think you got to modify it, man. And I think that's the cleanest solution. I've seen some real convoluted, weird shit that people have suggested. You don't don't make this crazy difficult, dude. You don't need weird. Let's start here. You flip a coin. You start there. You pick the stop, man. Flip the coin. Whoever gets it, make your decision. Kick the ball off. Let them play offense. If you get it from them and, and bust it up, so be it. If they score on you, you just have to match or exceed it. 
And if you do that, if you match it, sudden death. If you exceed it, you win. Period. Keep it simple. Keep it clean. I think that's the simplest solution. I hope they go that way. Because that, that feels like a natural extension of what they did, which is to say, well, we're just not going to let, you know, if you just get a field goal, the other team has a shot. All right, well, why did you arbitrarily say, well, field goal, that can't end it, but a touchdown, eh, that, that does it. Give the other team a shot to match or exceed it. And after that, sudden death. If they match it, turns to sudden death. If they exceed it, victory parade. That's what I want to see. And All right. It could be like dodgeball and you have Chuck Norris at the end of the That's joke. right. All <laughs> right. We need, we need to get out of here and wrap up. So let's go ahead and yeah. call our shots for AFC, NFC championship games. All right. Rams, 49ers. Randy, I know you're taking the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right right well and, and i'll and i'll say this it's like if the rams continue to play with that not that with that without that killer instinct okay mm-hmm. we've, we've we've seen it time and time again they're not putting teams away you, you just can't you can't do that against the 49ers you can't do it against a team that's just playing with all heart the way they've been right. playing like they right. just they, they don't quit I have a hard time betting against the 49ers given yes, they are six and zero over the past six games against them. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it will be a sea of red at SoFi stadium, <laughs> but it's just the idea that you're looking at a hungry team who everybody trusts each other. They it's like they're playing their hearts out and there's just no quitting that team. So, uh, I, sorry, Stafford, but this ain't going to be your first Super Bowl, my friend. All right. Shannon, what you got? Well, I might as well get on the train as well, go with San Francisco. Oh. Um, well, you know, you. I love me some Debo. So, I know. I know. Um, Damn, son. All right. Yeah, I mean, it. there's no rhyme or reason why this should be happening, but, like, Kyle Shanahan, Dude, I don't know what Washington did to piss away Shanahan and McVay when they had everything. Them on the same Look, coach. Shanahan, LeFleur, McVay, had, McVay oh, oh my God. Three. Yeah, they had all three of those dudes. Like, I don't know what you're doing, but who's head coach at that point? Gruden? Mike. Shanahan. Jay Shanahan. Gruden? Mike. Oh, Mike, Mike Shanahan. Shanahan. Mm-hmm. And then it was Jay Gruden, yes. Yep. But it was okay. it was Mike Shanahan and McVay, well, Mike, LeFleur, and Kyle were all there. And Bro. somehow that ass bag, Daniel Snyder, who's probably going to name this team something shitty, fucked that all up. God, that's next week, isn't it? Yes, Groundhog Day. It's going to be it's some sh- stupid. It's going to be some shit bag name. I'm almost positive of it. Get if, if Red Hogs, Warthogs, Hogs, I'll be all right with, but Admirals, Commanders, Groundhogs. I thought for sure you were going to give us a Sean McVay uh, soundbite there, Justin. (laughs) You know, it it almost it almost writes itself. I mean, right? Yeah, that's that's Dan Snyder. I understand. (laughs) And also, don't be the guy that takes a shit in the porta potties. All right, I I I went in there. I about threw up. Right. That's like the last twenty some years under Snyder. I've about wanted to throw up. I, I don't know that anybody has ruined a fan base as effectively as that. Fucking twat. So fair. <laughs> I mean, it's it's sad, dude. That it was, is. That, really was, is. that was that was a, a really that was a historic organization 
The 80s were great. The 90s front end was pretty good. Late 90s was rough. But Snyder came in and just ruined it. He just tried to cha-ching on everybody and cash, you know, checking the cash. J.G. Farvorth on people, Susie's and ticket holders. I mean, just all the goodwill, all the, the – I mean, it's just – I don't know. And what kids are like, oh, you know what, Daddy? I like Washington. What kids like Washington? Fucking nobody, dude. Nobody. Their fan base is, is going to be dead and gone. That's why, like, they've had to remove, what, 30,000 seats from that stadium? That shithole, soulless, hole in the ground in the middle of some suburb, like, <laughs> bullshit? It's awful. FedEx Field sucks. It is a soulless, concrete hellscape. That's why they blow whistles and other teams keep going. It's just a shit show. It's awful. The stadium sucks. The fan experience sucks. It's just been a quarter century or however long Snyder's been there of crap. He's ruined it. They're going to probably have a crappy name. I I don't know. There's a part of me that just says, you know, the Redskins existed. That's who I grew up with. I was a fan of them. And fuck the rest of this shit. I don't know. Check check back with me after this new thing is revealed. We'll see where I'm at. It might take me a whole offseason to get over it. All right, Matt. So who are you? All right, Matt. Who are you picking? <laughs> wow! Stop, stop picking your nose and, and stop picking your nose and <laughs> pick a game. I'm picking my nut cheese. Ooh. Ooh. You you um, what the fuck? Wrong Ooh. kind of phone, buddy. I think. Yikes! The way I saw that. I tell you the way I saw that. Because you ain't had your shot yet. That that's right. You ain't had your shot yet. You got some nut cheese. Like what the hell, man? Oh, <laughs> I'm fully vaccinated and boosted. Um, the way I saw that St. Louis defense just get at Brady. I mean, I know he's he downwards, downwards, downwards. They, they did. Although, is Trent Williams going to play downwards. or is he, or is yeah. he out? He's he's questionable right now, right, Randy? I think he he's questionable right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have any chance to play. Yeah, I mean he'll he'll play. Okay, get to your pick. I think it's gonna be close. Uh huh. Is going with the Rams? All right, so slight, very slight. Okay, so Randy's taking the Niners. Shannon's taking the Niners. You? You're taking the Rams. Um. I got to tell you, I, I think Stafford's got a little bit of mojo right now. They survived uh, Tampa Bay. Dude, San Francisco's dangerous, and I think they're going to have a strong fan presence. Um, if the Rams make half the mistakes they made you know, against the Niners, if they made half the mistakes they made against the Bucks, they're going to lose that game. But I, I, I think it's really hard to beat a team three times in a year. It is really tough. Really tough. My lean is to take the Rams, but I will not be surprised if the 49ers somehow stick it to them. Uh, I, I think, uh, you know, Shanahan seems to have a good feel for McVay uh, and for LaFleur. Uh, I believe that the 49ers have won their last six against the Rams. Correct. Uh, which is a completely ridiculous. That's an outlier of a stat. I mean, that that's amazing really and they've had some wild games okay uh they've had some wild games in that but this is stafford's first year um and they had a pretty fat lead on the niners late in season so 
this it almost feels like a little bit of a toss up, but my lean is to take the Rams. I will not be surprised if the 49ers find a way to stick stick it to them and get it done. But my my lean for whatever reason, my first read and my lean is to take uh, the Rams at home. But I'm a little worried they might be a, a smidge soft at at home. <laughs> but uh, at yeah at San Francisco West. <laughs> or <laughs> what is it Levi St- at Levi West <laughs> is it actually west of Levi St- I don't even know I haven't looked at the map I have no clue who knows <laughs> at Levi 2 at, at Levi's second leg that's fine <laughs> so I'm torn on that my, my lean is Rams uh, I, I think the 49ers can steal that from them though okay um, so we're split, relatively split on that. Okay, Bengals, Chiefs. Shannon, what you got? Uh, you know what? Screw it, dude. Uh, the, everyone thinks the Chiefs are going to win this game, so I'm going to take the Bengals. There's just been weeks this year where we, it just everything points towards this team just winning, winning, uh-huh. winning, and then someone just cut like Jacksonville came in and got Buffalo. Yep, and it has happened so many freaking times this year, and you can tell like the the Bengals they don't know what they don't know. Nope. they're just there to play the game. They have the confidence. They beat Kansas City a couple weeks ago. Now, mm-hmm. granted, Kansas City they didn't get they were on fire to begin that game, and Cincinnati had to weather that storm. But ah, eh, screw it, man. I'll, I'll go with the Bengals. I'm going to go with Joe Burrow stops Jackson Mahomes. From getting on the field at the Super Bowl. Wow! Look at Shannon going big and bold, dude. Well, I mean, and, and the and and the Bengals got him earlier this year, so I, mm-hmm. not a lot of confidence. But I, I'll, I'll <laughs> I will a, take Cincinnati as my pick. So you're not feeling as, as as calm, cool, and confident and collected as Joey B. I mean, not a lot of people do, man. No, the only very few people in in that rarefied air feel that way. So yeah, look, man, don't make. <laughs> Yeah, Burrow, man, ridiculous. I, I was going to go on a tangent, but you know it's late enough. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, all right, good call. Uh, Randy, what you got? Well, you know me. I mean, as, as much as uh, I would like to try to be have a given unbiased opinion, I really can't. Uh, obviously, I'm pulling for not. the Bengals. Um, I'm pulling for the Bengals. Uh, obviously, I would love to see that historic, you know, uh, historic rematch mm-hmm. with Bengals 49ers. Mm-hmm. But also, honestly – I'm on the Joe Burrow train, man. I want to see this dude succeed. Yeah. Okay. So, God damn, dude. We got two for the Bengals. Uh, Matt, what you got? What is Casey going to do? Stack him nine times? Think it's that's going to stop him? Nope. Bengals, too. I just think there's something different with them. Um, and I saw that whole Casey-Cincinnati game, and <laughs> I, I believe he – through from his 470 yards. Casey's got no defense, plain and simple. They've got a decent front four, but I mean, even if that front four gets to um, Burrow, he's still going to keep coming. It kind of reminds me of that line in Rocky, Rocky mm-hmm. two, when um, Apollo's sitting there trying to decide he wants to fight uh, um, Rocky again, and Duke looks up and he said, I saw you punch this guy, and he just kept coming. And that's kind of how I feel with the Bengals. They just keep coming. And, of course, I don't want to see that fucktard Jackson. <laughs> All right, I think we have anti-Jackson Mahomes bias here. 
All right, so look, I, we all took the Bills the other week, and I was like, this is a bad omen for Buffalo. It was. So I am not going to take the Bengals because we can't all take the Bengals because that means it's going to fuck them up. So by default, I now have to root for and take <laughs> Kansas City. Um, all oh, kidding. you poor bastard. I know. All, Jackson, <laughs> Mahomes lover. Yeah. Uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, yes. Brittany Mahomes in the middle and, and Jackson Mahomes uh, uh, bring it up the rear, man. Flush that dude down the toilet. Uh, where's Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo? Can he can he hang out with Jackson Mahomes, please? Um <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hanky. Anyway, um, <laughs> look, I, I think what Cincinnati has done is incredible, but I, <laughs> Kansas City's on a whole different level than, than Tennessee, other than Tennessee's defense was great. Uh, Kansas City's defense, I don't believe will get that kind of pressure on Burrow, uh, but I would say they've learned no. from that. Uh, and I just believe that Kansas City and Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill – are going to just ratchet it up. So this is a real big gut check game for Burrow. If they happen to win this game, man, kudos and credit to them. I'm going to take Kansas City, uh, regardless of our conversation about bad omens. Uh, I think it would be great if the Bengals won. Don't get me wrong. I think that would be a hoot. That would be wild. And I thought about taking the Bengals earlier, but y'all ruined that for me. So now I have to take Kansas City. My lean is now Kansas City. Um and yeah, maybe that's a good omen for the Bengals now. But I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Chiefs. I'm gonna take the Chiefs, uh, just with an just offensively ridiculous at home, big momentum, big moment. They've been there, they've done it, they've been through it. McPherson has been a baller. Uh, I just don't think that, I don't think the Bengals are complete enough, not yet. But if Burrow plays his ass off, then. Sure, maybe they somehow find a way to sneak a win. Unlikely. If I mean, if Josh if Josh Allen couldn't do it, playing about a, as perfect a game as you could, I don't think Joe Burrow does it. But it that wasn't but, Allen's fault. At the end of the day, that wasn't Allen's fault. I, I know it That's wasn't, fault. and and maybe it won't be Joe Burrow's fault. But if you're telling me you think Cincinnati's if you think Cincinnati's better than Buffalo, I'm telling you to pass what you're smoking, man, because it must be good <laughs> shit. Um, you must, you must. They are. You must be a shower and a grower. Chris, Cru- Chris Cooley approves this message, but I'm just saying, the Bills. That's a better team, a more experienced, arguably better quarterback. That's just a better deal than Cincinnati. And they couldn't get it done. It took a near miracle, don't get me wrong, out of Kansas City to do that. That's a lot of rabbits to pull out of a hat. Yeah. Joey, uh, uh, Burrow and the Bengals have a tall order. Tall order. They're not scared of it. They're not. Uh, they're going to roll and they're going to go. But I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs. So. And think about it. We've seen the future, essentially, in these playoffs. Think about the, these mid twenty dudes with Burrow, Allen, and Mahomes. Just, just uh, wait mean, till Aaron Rodgers replaces Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. It's going to be great. Oh, Lord, <laughs> don't worry. A, a B says a, a, a B sent a, a B sent out a picture of him in a Ravens uniform. Good luck, bro. Yeah, good luck with that. Luck. With hardball. Yeah, hey, you fucking head case. Good luck. Anyway, all right, we got to get out of here. Uh, just real quick, yeah. congrats to Big Poppy, David Ortiz, making the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yes, sir. Salute 
Salute. We'll see if Lindy rolls to Cooperstown for you. There you go. Uh, <laughs> that'll be kind of fun. Uh, Barry Bonds and the Swollen Dome. No dice. Sammy Sosa. <laughs> the ghost of Sosa. Nice. I forget that Roger podcast. Clemens. I forget nice. that podcast we had. I forget what that was. We had a great Sammy Sosa episode. Uh, no dice. Roger Clemens. No dice. Kurt Schilling. No dice. <laughs> so no sorry for your loss. No soup for you. No soup for you. And quite frankly, there will be a point in time that all of those dudes should be in. I <laughs> all of them. We'll have that conversation another day. We will have that conversation another day. Pete Rose still getting screwed. Pete Rose is not getting in until he's dead. If he, if then. He'll get in. He'll get in. It's just going to be posthumously. He's going to get in. He's going to get in, but he's going to have to die first. They're not going to let him in. They're not going to give him the satisfaction of getting in while he's alive. (laughs) So that he could, like, write it or sell it or whatever he would do. They're just not going to do it, man. They're not going to do it at all. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah. All right, guys. Let's get out of here. As always, keywords of sports and brew. Thanks for putting them with our crap. Um, sorry, Todd. There was no additional FOMO. Well, actually, we did kind of have some accidental FOMO and references, but not the full PSA. So <laughs> you'll be okay. You can make it through this episode. Uh, but as always, we appreciate everybody listening and hanging out. Hopefully, you had a good time as much as we did because we certainly did because all of a sudden it's. Almost 3 o'clock in the morning. I thought we were going to be done at 2.15. Here we are, 2.50. Whoops. Uh, but as always, keywords of sports and brew, uh, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, <laughs> our home feed on Podbean, uh, a whole bunch uh, there's just other stuff, Amazon, Google Play. There's a whole bunch of other random services too. So if you like us, share it with somebody. If you don't, bugger off uh, or go do a Jackson Mahomes TikTok dance, you puss. Uh, but for, for everybody else that's awesome and likes us, thanks, man. Rock on. So from all of us, all of you, have a great week. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the football. And uh, we will catch you next week, and then we'll do our Super Bowl prep. Whoop, whoop. Late. Later, guys. Peace. I can't I can't believe I didn't get to the stupid stories I had, but we we done, done flat right out of time. So I'll save them for next week. Why go. not? You know, what are you going to do? All right, gentlemen, go get some rest. We'll catch you next week. Later, friends. Right. See you. Good night. Heal up, heal up, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, friends. All right. Good night, fellas. Night.